This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the BritRest Roundtable here on Voices of Wrestling. It is time for the third annual Eurodraft, and I am very, very excited. I'm Oliver Court. I'm here with Arn Furious as always. Hello. Hello Rob is not here. He's had to do something else, but he has very kindly provided all the spreadsheets we need to do this. And we have three guests we haven't had a guest in ages and then three turn up at once, all of whom <laughs> I'm very excited to introduce. We have two Voices of Wrestling contributors. We have Lee Malone. Hello, Hello. Lee. Thanks for having me. And we have Andrew Sinclair. Hello, Hello. Andrew. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and on top of the Voices of Wrestling guys here, we also have Mr. Eurograps himself. It is Mike Kilby. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's a dream come true to be on this show. I was, I, I, You've been I, I on was, it like three times already. Well, yeah, I've only been on the carrot specials. This is the first time sitting in my own house doing this, I suppose. Mm. So uh, it's but, a pleasure yeah. to have all, all of you guys here. Um, yeah. Do you have any previous drafting experience, or will it will this be your your <laughs> first time, so to speak? Uh, there was a few times on Rock Bottom Radio we did. Uh, well, no, not a few times. We did it once. We did a. Uh, Admittedly, this is when Rock Bottom Radio was kind of uh, more of a WWE sort of what's going on t- on on TV sort of show, and we did it was me and uh, L, so uh, Specfic Luca Giuro on Twitter. We both uh, teamed up against uh, uh, Laura and Jeffrey, who was sort of the other two people, and we drew- did a WWE draft, which was quite exciting. Uh, so that's the only thing we've done, and obviously we had the best team, but um, you know, that's my only experience really. Lee and Andrew, anything, anything to go uh, by? No, no, I have no draft experience. <laughs> I, I do, I do love a draft, but uh, no, I've never done one before. This is definitely my first rodeo, so let's go. Mm. We're not American, so um, our American listeners will presumably have done a million yeehaw, yeehaw sports drafts. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since Rob is not here. I will have to take up the task of convolutedly explaining all the rules we will be abiding by this evening. Um, We have five people, and we will all be drafting a single wrestler in each round. We'll have five picks in each round, and it will be a snaking draft, so the person who is picking first, which this year is me, which I'm very excited by, will pick last in round two, and then I'll pick first in round three and last in round four, and it will snake that way. There will be 16 rounds to pick from male wrestlers, four to pick from female wrestlers. We're going to do we're going to go uh, a block of four for the men to start off, then a block of two for the women, and then a block of six for the men, block of two for the women, and then another block of six guys. And that will bring our total rosters to 20. After the draft is over, we'll all compile cards from the 20 wrestlers that we picked and make something fun, I presume. 
and that will be posted on the Voices of Wrestling forums, where you, um, we'll, I, we'll do like a preliminary vote to eliminate one person, and that will be a very shameful uh, thing to happen to them. <laughs> and then the last four will go to a Twitter poll, opening it up to a what, like the whole of Twitter to judge us and find a winner. Winner. This of, is entirely Twitter's fault for only having four options in its polls. It is very, very silly. I do agree. So basically, Rob won in 2016. Arn won in 2017. Yes. Who is going to win in 2018? Will Arn be able to be a repeat winner? Let's find out. Um, anything on the rules that we're not clear about, or should we dive right into this? All good I for think, me. I think. I think we're all good then. <laughs> And not only am I the host this evening, but I am also picking first in the draft. So let's begin this thing. And really, I'm thinking there's only two guys I could pick first. Last year, Walter actually did get picked first, and he's certainly someone obviously you have to consider because, I mean, not only was he brilliant last year, but he's really expanded and exploded this year, going everywhere being the final boss in so many different promotions. So, but do I want him? I think I do, actually. I think Walter will be the first pick of the 2018 Euro draft because he's just that damn good. I'm going to be picking Walter because not only in WXW has he anchored that promotion, he's gone to OTT and he's absolutely blown it away in just three appearances. He's created an aura there that's made him the top guy and the champion and the 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 proper big heel to get Jordan Devlin over to an even larger degree than he already is. He's working in RevPro now and he had the big build with Tomohiro Ishii. And he, he's even conquering America now. So Walter is the two-time number one pick. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think uh, most people had him least in their top three i kind of didn't put him down simply with the fact i didn't expect to be first pick and i assumed he would go first so uh for me he, was, <laughs> he wasn't on my short list for that simple fact yeah I, I think was it the case for you guys that if you'd gone first you would have picked walter yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> pretty unanimous then so i don't think anyone's gonna claim that i reached or anything for that um andrew sinclair do you want to pick your first Wrestler. Yes, I that mean that made my choice a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Devlin. Uh, I'm sorry, Lee. Uh, uh. I just I think he is easy to root for, and I think there's a lot a lot you could do with him. So he's kind of the guy who stands out to me to be the obvious one, other than Walter. My number one pick's gone. Um, I'm furious. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. Seeing as, as Rob isn't around here to, to fanboy for Will Ospreay, I'm going to pick him uh, first. I know he doesn't spend a lot of time in the UK compared to, well, UK and Europe compared to like Volta or Devlin, but uh, any Osprey is better than non-Osprey. Yeah, and we kind of felt that last year, and I think he only got picked fifth last year because we were scared that with all the New Japan commitments, he wasn't going to be here very much. Yeah, he has been though, so yeah. Yeah, the way it's turned out, he's actually been, you know, <laughs> over here fairly regularly, and the New Japan stuff doesn't really get in the way too much. Like he's not on at all their tours, so 
yeah, he's he's found a way to to stay relevant in Britress. Um, and certainly the 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 stats don't lie with him. He's absolutely crushing it everywhere. So yeah. Radio. Um. So I guess I'm I'm up. picking next. Now I'm a bit shocked by kind of the first the first uh, three. Um. There's two people on the list who, well, three people who I sort of had written down. I was I wasn't expecting to get one of them. So I will go for him straight away, straight away. And I'm going to go for Timothy Thatcher. Um, simply because I think, um, outside of, although there's a little bit of a question mark of will he spend the whole year in, in Europe, I think he is spending as much time here as he is spending elsewhere. And I think he's a great person to sort of build the company around. And, you know, for my money, one of the best wrestlers in, in the continent. There we go. Yeah, the the tag league <laughs> moment for him was really the the moment where I finally got Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> um, I think that really made him in Europe and in WXW, and that means he gets to work everywhere else as well. Um, he's another guy who's done really well in the latest OTT angle with Walter. Um, yeah, top lad. <laughs> Okay, so I guess that means I'm up. Um, and you get two picks as well. Two picks, Lee. The, the double pick, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple of guys left I wasn't actually expecting to be left at this early stage. Um, I think first I'm going to have to thank Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's obviously got the New Japan commitments the same as uh, Osprey, but I mean, he does spend a good bit of time in rest, so I don't think he'll be missing all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, number two. Who will I go for? Uh, I am going to take controversially. I think David Starr. Ooh, <laughs> round two. I, that was a bit earlier than I was expecting, but yeah, I can certainly see why. Anyone else have anything to to add about ZSJ and David Starr? Uh, I don't actually have David Starr on my shortlist at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm about to shock everybody, but my first two picks I had sort of down on my list. I had David Starr and I had... Uh, well, no, sorry, I had, I had uh, Jordan Devlin and David Starr as my first two picks. So both I'm having to reshuffle straight away. There we go. I don't know what's happened to Mike recently. <laughs> I had I had plans. Come over all funny. He's <laughs> a change man. <clears throat> okay, um, so I'm next up, the, the you next, are first indeed. person to go back on themselves. So um, for me, uh, somebody who I thought was going to go top three, um, so he was sort of a question mark for me. Um, working backwards, I'm going to go uh, now. I'm going to go for Ilya Dragunov. Um, I'm I'm very surprised he hasn't been. He's been picked seventh. Yeah, again, he's one of these people. I'm. Uh, I mean, there's there's. For, there's more people later on who will sort of go through who I kind of see as good um, options for Ilya Dragunov, people he's maybe not faced before. And I think, um, again, mm-hmm. uh, I think Progress it, progress Wembley coming up has kind of shown that he has proven to be one of the few, <laughs> kind of one of the few major draws uh, sort of both in Europe and, and in the UK. Um, how that happens, how that sort of goes, we'll see. But uh, I think he's perfect choice for the top two. Yeah, and what you caught is that he hasn't really faced a lot of these top guys um, in Europe and o- over the world, and I think definitely that Wembley show um, will be a big deal for him in raising his international profile because all eyes will be on him on that show um, and with the build he's got. Um, 
And yeah, I do feel that he's going to crush that opportunity. So <laughs> Dragunov falling to seventh did definitely surprise me because I had him number two on my board. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he'd just about squeak through that past Mike and I could have him against Osprey <laughs> as a, a oh, big yeah. main event feud. That would have <clears> been good. Uh, with him off the board, uh, I want to go with another uh, big name that's also kind of a part-time guy for Europe in Pete Dunne. Uh, I just think he's the best guy that's that's left on the board, so that's who I'm going for. First WWE UK star in there. I know Devlin is in there as well, but maybe not to the extent that Dunn is obviously the UK champion. Um, and yeah, definitely a very good pick. He's the opposite number to Dragunov for that Wembley. I want to call it the main event, but it isn't, but it is. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That means me. Uh, Indeed. I think I'm going to go a bit left field now. I'm going to go for Marius Al-Arni. Oh, I love it. <laughs> because I think he's brilliant, and I just want to hug him and put him at the top of the card. I'll stop any of you. Oh, that's, that's, that's an excellent <laughs> justification. And yeah, like Al-Arni has definitely improved this year, and obviously he's just started the, the heel character as well, which will open up opportunities for him, because I think... The major criticism of him before was he was a bit bland, didn't have a character, and he answers that by wearing a silly ninja hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think now he'll be able to, to really flex his muscles. He's got Tarkin Aslan to like help him out on that in that regard as well. So I think I mean he's definitely set in the ring. It's it's definitely an interesting pick. Yeah, I'm not convinced he can talk, so like but as a heel he's he's great. I was completely with you on until uh, until about two or three weeks ago, I don't know if you've watched since Shortcut, but I think Alani was—he did the promo a couple of weeks back with with Tarkan backstage, and it was—I yeah. thought it was the best he's done for me. Yeah, that that character definitely has potential. So yeah. I, I think we might be looking back at that one, Andrew, and say that was actually a really good uh, good pick, and a, like certainly not a reach at all. Okay, so that leaves me with quite a lot of options. Um... <laughs> And I've got a double pick as well, so I don't want to be safe, but I don't want to reach either. Um... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two directions with this. First off, I'm gonna go for Tyler Bate. Um, okay. You know, I'm not a WWE UK guy at all. I shake my fist at the WWE every day, but. Uh, Tyler Bate is certainly certainly showing his stuff right now, and I don't think I really need to explain too much about why. <laughs> he's just he's very, very good, even if you don't take into account his body of WWE work. He's having relevant matches in Fight Club Pro, which is difficult to do these days. Um, and he's also main eventing Wembley, even if it's not a real main event. Um, so definitely a top talent, and I think it would be weird if he didn't go in the first two rounds. But for round three, I'm going to be cheeky a little bit, and go for the king of smoke style, Bobby Guns. Because he has really, I mean, he didn't even get drafted last year this time. The 12 months he's had is just shockingly brilliant. His feud with Ringkampf set him off on the right path. He's had great matches. He's really improved his look. Obviously his promos are absolutely fantastic. He's a babyface who introduces himself with bitches and gentlemen, which is hilarious. 
Um, and he's just a, a naturally grown character that people have taken to him. And the most fun I've had in wrestling all year was chanting guns, Bobby guns, with the Irish section when we were all lined up across the the aisle at uh, Ambition. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a, a man who has captured my my eyes this year. Mm. And there we see that my gamble failed miserably. <laughs> I was working that if I picked Alani, then then Bait and the person I'm going to pick would still be there for the next round. Um, so Bait's gone. I will go for Trent Seven because I again kind of the same as what I've gone for the other ones. I think he's interesting, and I feel like you could kind of pair him up with a variety of different people and produce interesting results. And he's more or less the best of what I've got left. I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely a Trent guy. He's <laughs> his I I always talk about his mic skills adding a certain element, but a lot of these other guys we're picking this highly don't have or don't have as much. Like like the character skills can be used a lot. Um I had a bit of a problem Furious. last year with uh tag teams. Uh yeah. <laughs> because well, as you know, I, I drafted both halves of the London Riots and, and every every tag team that I that I went for went wrong. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rectify that immediately. Look in round three here, because I'm gonna draft uh, Chris Brooks because he can tag with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, Chris Brooks. I think he went in the third round last year as well. So, I mean, he's de- he definitely made an impact with um his like independent speech um in Rev Pro. Like he's yeah, he's, definitely he's definitely cast himself as an outsider and that's definitely working for him right now and obviously CCK merch is flying off <laughs> the hypothetical shelves so <laughs> yeah that de- definitely always a guy you want to see okay so um gonna gamble on the 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 the, the, uh, the snake going backwards again but uh, my third pick is going to be uh, for me one of the well one of my favorite wrestlers in Europe anyway uh, I'm gonna say Zach Gibson um, Basically, uh, I've got it. Probably will come into a little bit on the way on the soon soon enough. But um, I think uh, he's he's a he'd be an asset to any company in the world. Um, and you could put you know why nobody did bother putting a belt on him in the mm. last last three years. Let's be honest, um, is you know is a complete travesty. So uh, for me, Gibson's number three. Yeah, his WWE UK performance in that tournament was. Yeah, it showed that he is main event caliber. Like, <laughs> no matter what people have been saying about him the past, as you say, years and years now, that, like, or oh, maybe he wouldn't belong at the very t- tippy top. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it kind of puts to shame some of his booking in that time. Like, yeah, he's definitely proven himself. Lee right, has so two picks now. I'm up for two, yeah. Um,. I am going to take, first of all, Jorn Simmons. I'm going to keep the David Starr, Jorn Simmons, you had gone. Um, and a little spoiler for my card. Um, do love Big Jorn. <laughs> oh, he's magnificent. Um, so yeah, that's first. And second, I am going to take, and this could be a reach and it may not work out when we're, when, you, when you guys are looking back on it in a year's time. I'm going to take Chris Ridgway. I think he, I thought he was going to break out this year, and I fully believe he should be getting booked everywhere. So I'm going to reach and hope that he comes good, or starts getting booked anyway, <laughs> and uh, pushed the way he should be. 
Yeah, we're, we're without our resident fanboy, uh, Rob, <laughs> of Chris Ridgway. But yeah, like, I mean, I saw his match with Keno live, and that was, you know, very... Chests were bruised in that match. <laughs> um, so he's, he's definitely a, a very unique wrestler. Um, round four's about where I would have him, yeah. And Jern Simmons, yeah, I love Big Jern. I'm, ve- I'm very glad that he's back from injury. Um hasn't lost anything through that it's just sort of delayed him a little bit <laughs> but I'm, I'm very glad that he's he's doing stuff and doing it really well i'm excited to see that david star match at fan i i think roundtree could possibly be a bit early on him but you'll see it's technically four we are round four now yeah, yeah uh-huh. we, we're on round four and we have mike kilby coming up next Okay, so um, for kind of seeing how people are reaching quite early, um, and <laughs> simply, simply for the fact I, it would be like faves. it would be like somebody going out with a girl you fancy, uh, it would be an absolute travesty if somebody didn't have my favorite wrestler in the world. If somebody ended up having my favorite wrestler in the world, so I'm of course going to pick the monster of a man, the man from the Alps, Avalanche. Love it. <laughs> there you go. I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. On good conscience, have anybody else with Avalanche on their roster? So. No, I, I fully understand that. The the night, the Cerberus Forsyth night was quite magical. So obviously you have a special connection to yeah. uh, the monster <laughs> of a man. And he's done a bloody good job. Um, the, the tag team, the, the monster consulting tag team, has been really top-notch, better than anyone ever could have expected it to be. And Avalanche <laughs> is certainly running with that ball along with Nero, who... We'll, we'll probably see later on. <laughs> Possibly. On Furious. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be scrambling around there for a second, because I'm like, ah, oh, Mike's <laughs> going to pick uh, pick who I'm going to pick. Um, but he didn't, so I'm having absolute Andy. He was on my shortlist, but he wasn't. Uh, he was going to be somebody who I would have gotten if, in a while, but he, he was on there. Remember when yeah, I, I want a, I want a bit of variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to pull a Callum and, and have all progress guys all the way through. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's switch it up. I just realised I've pretty much done that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy's just had a hell of a year, hasn't he? Um, obviously, the big breakup angle at Tag League, leading into his King of Badads character which is taken Twitter by storm. And he's having really good matches in it as well. Very, um, you know, long-form sports entertainment dramatic matches, which isn't usually up my alley, but it's absolutely working for him. Um, in, in a kind of an added bonus, I don't think he's really worked with any of the three guys I've already picked. So there's, no. there's a lot Osprey of fresh stuff. Andy would probably would be absolutely killer. <laughs> All right. Uh, you knew it was coming. We're going ICW. Um yeah. <laughs> well, I say that. Uh, I mean, he got swiped off Shug's house party for for reasons I'm unaware of. <clears throat> NXT UK. I will say Joe Coffey because I think if paired with the right person, he is actually very good. And based on some of the other people I want to add later on, I have some good ideas. But there again, I thought I had good ideas before, <laughs> and then Avalanche and Absolute Andy went in consecutive turns before me. So. It's, it's for Eurodraft at that time. <laughs> you got to grab your faves. Yeah, Coffee's an interesting one because we were very down on him when we did the review show um, last week. I, I don't know if... I, he probably could have taken him later. I don't know if anyone else uh, was going to pick him this highly. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what 
what you guys had him on the board as. Wasn't even a consideration, so there we go. <laughs> was, was, wasn't on my shortlist, no. He was on my list, but way, way down. But, I mean, he has been in big spots for ICW, um, and he has certainly impressed in, in certain moments. Um, we'll, we'll see about that pick, Andrew. <laughs> I'm not completely crapping on it. <laughs> right, I get one pick now and one pick after we do the women. Um, so I can send this through to that round. With a couple of options. Um, and I think since they were such successful picks for me last year, I'm going to have them back again. Mark Davis, I'm going to go for now, and we'll leave it a complete mystery as to who I'm going <laughs> to pick in round five. Is it Big uh, Fudge? <laughs> oh, wait, no, Aussie sorry. Aussie Mark... <laughs> Open have been. Uh, Probably the tag team of the year in Europe this year. Um, they're going to tag league as well, which is very exciting. And well, I, the the German version of tag league, and maybe even the Japanese version. You never know. Um, the one true version. The one true version of tag league in Germany. Um, and they've just been having killer matches. Obviously, the CCK match recently is a standout. Um, so yeah, I've gone for Mark Davis first because he's the big lad, um, and we'll see. Who I pick in round five? Maybe I'll do a rob and split up my tag teams like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to do that. Mm. So we have um, our female rounds now, and we do a different order for that to keep it fair. Um, I'm not exactly sure how Rob came up with it, but I'm still going second, so it's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's still going fourth. I think it was just random both ways. But, I don't know, take it up with Rob if you have any issues with it. So this one will go on me, Lee, Mike, and Andrew, and then snake back. And it will be the same way in rounds three and four later on. So, on who is your first female pick? Um, This is really tough because there's two completely different ways I could go in. Um, The, the one I'm going to go with is uh, the one that I... I probably enjoy the work of more, which is Millie McKenzie. Um, I think she has like a, a higher ceiling uh, compared to some of the other options that are available and she's less likely to get stolen. I say less likely, but yeah. With with like Tony Storm, I, I think she's going to be in WWE properly soon. So I, I'm kind of going with a, the, the younger option. Well, that's, that's very interesting because it's the first time we've not picked Tony Storm first. <laughs> you're you're a, a trendsetter, Ron. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, Mac- Mackenzie's been uh, a very exciting addition to Britress. Um. Uh. She did get drafted last year, but only in round three. Obviously, she's she's made her presence known a lot more since then. Um. And she's been everywhere as well. So definitely. A, a, and I see you've changed it to Zed. I was going to do that. <laughs> I always forget that it's a Mackenzie, not a Mackenzie. Um, and yeah, that's certainly an exciting pick. And it leaves me with a little conundrum as well. Because as you say, Tony Storm might get snapped up <laughs> sooner rather than later. Um, so it's a bit of a risk taking her. So I'm not going to take her. And instead, I'm going to Martina. take... Martina! <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear I'm not going to take Martina either I'm going to take someone who wasn't even drafted last year we didn't even know she existed it's Killer Kelly Scra- she has... scraping out my number one there we go. thank you I'm very sorry Mike 
<laughs> taken right. up with Rob for doing it weirdly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Kelly's just been absolutely I would have been fantastic fourth anyway, this year. So. I'm, since she came from literally none of us knowing who she was at Tag League, um, impressing the, she had the merch line out the door, <laughs> which was funny. Um, and she's gotten really good since then. She had a great match with Millie McKenzie um, at WXW London. Um, she's been holding her own in like the story-wise in WXW. They've always got the long-term story with her winning the title and then losing it quickly because she didn't really earn it. Um, so that's very exciting. That kind of ensures she's going to be around in WXW for a while, at least until they complete that story. And it'll be an interesting story to follow as they go. She's definitely... The woman who sort of unlocked that women's division for WXW allowed them to do a lot more stuff than they um, they may have, we otherwise would have thought they could have done. Okay, well that leaves me with the uh, Tony Storm conundrum now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the first? Is to Tony Storm going to go undrafted? <laughs> um, oh God, she's so good, but she is going to get signed up. So, or well, you know, she is going to get taken away, I'd imagine. Uh, but also the person that I'm going to take has that problem as well. So I am going to take Ginny. I know she may not be on the scene as much with the WWE deal, but I just think she's such a good heel that I can't, you know, not take her. Yeah, Ginny's always been taken in the first round um, of the women before. And yeah, much like Kelly with WXW, she's sort of synonymous with progress. So, um... You can see why she always goes, and you can see why she's being looked at by WWE so strongly. Um, but again, we've got got that issue where she may not be around as much anymore. But we'll see, we'll see. Mike Kilby. Okay, so as part of... I don't know, I've got, I'm not going to pick Tony Storm. She's never really a consideration... Um, was as good as good as as great as she is. I expected either somebody else to pick her, but then also I had questions about the fifty percent rule. Is she going to be in the USA or even Japan? More so, I don't know. Um, my number one pick is going to be Melanie Gray, but she wasn't originally my number one pick. I had a few other people in front of us, but the other the rest of my people I think are obscure enough. I think I can get away with picking Melanie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it because she went. She felt around four um, last year, and I thought that was a bit of a shame because, yeah, the stuff that she does is is very fun and certainly exactly what WXW are looking for. And she's a good like, primer, she's a good actor. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, <laughs> again, synonymous with WXW. She's the new champion, if that's a spoiler. <laughs> um, and yeah, you're you're always guaranteed some sort of excitement with Melanie. Um, something a bit different. So I, I definitely like her going in round one. That's that's much better than her going in round four. <laughs> you, you should have picked her instead of Martina in the first round last year because she yeah. had what you wanted, but like, yeah, not what you got. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get dunked on that forever. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Sinclair, mm. you get the double pick this time. And I will avoid Tony Storm as well because I think like everyone else, wow. I think she's going to get swallowed up into the big conglomerate mess and then not seen for some long period of time so my first of the two i will go with kaylee ray because she was my first choice anyway and i was kind of surprised that no one took her so i'll take her and then for the other one i will go with charlie morgan because i think 
her work's a bit inconsistent, but I think if when when she's with the right people, I've found her really really entertaining, and her stuff in Eve I thought was really good. So mm. I will go with Kayla Ray and Charlie Morgan. Yeah, obviously that balcony dive sort of made her. <laughs> um, and she, as Arne says, she certainly came off like a star on that Eve show, um, which you very much enjoyed, Arne. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was yeah. a fucking great show. Totally yeah, so if if she's repping that brand, then she's certainly certainly a strong pick, and KLR's always a strong pick. Like <laughs> We almost make a joke that it's always Tony Storm and KLR, um, which is why I dared to break that up last year and fell on my face doing so. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back to Mike. We're back to me. Um, I'm... I don't know. I'm a little bit... Uh, I think I'm going to go for it straight away. So uh, my, my promotion is going to stack up all of the, the, uh, the German gold straight away. Yeah. I'm going to go for hailing all the way from uh, Bray County, Wicklow Island, the uh, the Bethlehem of uh, Irish wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to go for Katie Harvey. Oh, I'm I'm so angry with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I just I think um, I've got plans for the other the other two picks, so that will obviously this will all probably be a little bit more obvious when we get to it in a bit. But um, for you know, for me, I think Katie Harvey's done really good work in GWF, really really good stuff in um, OTT uh, Def- the Defiant show, and also a lot of Fight Factory stuff as well. So for me, um, I. You know, a no no brainer first round. Mm-hmm. Um, well, second round, but <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, first round of the women. So yeah, sorry, second round. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, Katie Harvey is absolutely fantastic, and the run she got in progress was absolutely dire and <laughs> shameful. Um, and it's good to, that she's back in OTT. Um, hopefully, she'll get a big presence there. But as you say, she's sort of been going around all these un- like underloved indies <laughs> um, and doing really well there, and. She's a very impressive wrestler, definitely, um, and very overlooked because of that progress run. So, <laughs> hopefully, she gets more big time shots this year. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I think I'm up next, Andy. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Well, seeing Katie go has now got me a bit panicked. Uh, so, <laughs> I am going to take Valkyrie, um, a young, mm-hmm. up and coming Irish female wrestler. Um, I think she's fantastic in the ring. Uh, I think she's had a couple of great matches with Katie Harvey and OTT, and I do think there's big things ahead for her. Oh yeah, I I watched the uh, the triple threat with them um, featuring Sammy. in it, and that yeah, and Sammy Jane Valkyrie was very impressive in there with two women who are a, a lot more experienced than her. Um, and obviously, we we talk a lot about the OTT youth movement, and it's great to see that they're getting that with the women as well. Um, they've got a couple of girls now who are coming through um, and looking very impressive. Valkyrie's already got the gimmick uh, down, um, and yeah, with Katie Harvey molding her, that should be a, a very interesting one to look back on in a year. And that means we come back to me, um, and maybe it's just recency bias talking because. She hasn't done too much recently, but when she has done it, it has been very, very exciting. Um, I'm going to pick Alpha Female, uh, who's been absolutely crushing it since she came back to WXW. Um, The promos are excellent. Her appearance is amazing, obviously, and you you just want to watch her when she's on screen. Uh, she's she's got that presence, but maybe not all the women who's going to get drafted here do have. 
and just her, her interactions with Avalanche at Shortcut to the Top were fantastic <laughs> and the best bit of that show. So if you can create moments like that, even if you don't have her around all the time, it's worth having Alpha Female on board. Uh, when I said I was kind of choosing to go one way or the other, it was basically Millie McKenzie or Alpha Female, so you, I almost got both. <laughs> almost. So close. Um, you know what? I'm just going to take Tony Storm, screw it. Yeah. Someone had to eventually. <laughs> she would have fallen to the, to the third round, I think. And that means we are back to the men. And we're going to go going to go six rounds this time with the men and back to the original order with me going first um, and snaking round so obviously I went with Mark Davis in round four so it only makes sense to take Carl Fletcher in round five I'm not going to be that guy I'm not going to be that guy never Aussie Open equals good <laughs> Andrew <laughs> right hey. I realise I'm falling down a rabbit hole of having a quite a weak team. So I am going to go, and this might also be a terrible pick, I'm going to go with Mark Haskins. Because uh, I think when he's not tagging with Jimmy Havoc, I think he's actually quite interesting. So, yeah, I'm Mark Haskins. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love Haskins. Definitely, definitely a good pick. Um, and kind of surprising he didn't go in, in the top 16, but that's how sacked it is now. And obviously you've got to pick your faves. And that's but why I, I think maybe Haskins... Well, I picked Joe Coffey. <laughs> he took his place in the top 16, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Haskins, he's kind of nobody's fave, but everyone has him high on the list. So <laughs> it kind of makes sense that he's down in round five. But, yeah, definitely a strong pick for this round. Uh, um, th- this is kind of tricky because there's, there's somebody who hasn't been picked that I don't particularly want to leave on the board for somebody else. Mm. Um. <laughs> I think, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and draft Pack. Ooh, Ooh, that wasn't obvious to me at all. Your reasoning, sir. <laughs> uh, well, he hasn't wrestled anywhere for about a year. Um, he is exceptionally good. Uh, he got signed by WWE at completely the wrong time. So, like, when he could have gone there as part of the, the Cruiserweight Classic, that would have turned him into a star, I think. Uh, he could have gone there as part of the UK thing, and I think he'd be the, the face of that, because uh, he is that good. Plus, he hasn't really wrestled, like, any of the guys I've already got at all. He's wrestled so, barely none of these, barely any of them at all. Yeah. On, on anybody's been, list. <laughs> he's been in the, in the system for uh, however long he's been there. So uh, I think him being out on the indies, I think he's going to be based on in the UK. Uh, so I think he's going to have more matches here than anywhere else. It's a bit of a okay. long shot. I might be, I might have fucked that up a it little is. bit. But if he does, then it's going to look great. <laughs> <laughs> and he also is eligible because he has wrestled zero matches this year and 50% of zero is zero. So. And he is English. So technically... He, he is European. So... Pack, I'll I'll allow you to fall on your sword if that goes tits up. <laughs> but if, be it, a, if it, but goes it could be right. a masterstroke, <laughs> yeah. Because I think it, if he if he's announced for any show in Europe, it's, it'll explode. It yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll it'll be a it'll be a must. Like it will immediately sell out any show effectively. Yeah. I think he <laughs> goes on, um, and then 
everybody in there and their mother will want a book uh, pack. <laughs> He'll be in all of the tournaments, I expect. And, you know, it's, I think, uh, yeah, that's a really, could be a very shrewd pick, for, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I've kind of, now I'm at a crossroads where there's lots of, I, I've got a list of about 40 people who I would quite like, which is. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, so it's kind of going. Who do we kind we'll, of? We'll just to... keep going after everyone else is finished. We'll just keep drafting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go for somebody who um, f- first time I saw him wasn't hugely impressed, but I think over the better part of the year, for me, the one of the biggest success stories of RevPro in the last in the last six months or so. Uh, he's got a pinfall victory over Zack Saber Junior in the cockpit. I'm going to go for El Fantasmo. Uh, as my uh, pick, I think he's somebody who can um, kind of go in any weight division you could put him. He's kind of he's built bulky enough that he can be quite seen quite feasibly as like a heavyweight, but equally he flies better than a lot of people in like who would be considered a cruiserweight style. So I think Phantasmo is a real good jack of all trades, and I don't know, I think you can fit him in everywhere. Yeah, I really like El Phantasmo. He, I mean, he's really come on in this calendar year. Um, and he had the story to sink into with David Starr, um, where he was a really good babyface. You know, he's got the funky entrance, um, and he's a nice guy. He's a nice Canadian man, <laughs> and he's stepped out of the shadow of being Kyle O'Reilly's best friend and become so much more. So yeah, I, I yeah, I think round five is a perfect landing spot for him. Good pick, and Lee gets the double now. Yeah, I think following your lead on your last double, I think I'm gonna take a tag team. Um... And I'm going to show my uh, OTT boys on this one as well. <laughs> I am going to take Nathan Martin and LJ Cleary, uh, a.k.a. Morgan Hype. I think these guys are some of the best up-and-coming young guys in Europe. Um, I think they're going to go real far. I mean, they were over with uh, RevPro or um, Fight Club um, this week, just gone. And um, I believe they were getting rave reviews from uh, the training seminars and things like that. So... Um, I fully expect you're going to see a lot of them in the UK over the next year. Yeah, that's a very exciting one because I'm pretty sure we all had more than hype on our lists, but maybe lower down as sleeper picks. Um, but Lee's going all in um, <laughs> on more than hype, and as he should. They've, they've certainly been impressive in their showings. I, I really like LJ Cleary and his barnet. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely his hair is excellent. Anyway. Yeah, and I think if they if they can get to England and um, everywhere else, they definitely have a chance of making a big impact. Um, and I'm sure we'll be seeing many more Irish youngsters <laughs> in this draft as well. Okay, so it's back to me. Um, I've got a few people I'm sort of t- tossing around for this pick, but um, kind of the way this is going, I'm going to go for the one I think is most likely to be picked out of the... Th- the three names I've got going now. So I'm going to go for uh, another person who's a mainstay of the cockpit shows for years now, and I'm going to go for Josh Bodum. Uh, for my money, the well, and a lot of people's money, the the last true heel in uh, British wrestling. Um, huh. Any, you know, there's no, there's, there's nobody has anything good to say about him, sort of as, as like a, <laughs> in, in that sort of sense. Um, but like professional, professional wise, I think as a wrestler, he's He's brilliant, um, I think, and you know he can get a reaction like a few people, barring mm-hmm. maybe Gibson at the top of the card on my show. Um, barring Gibson, I don't think anybody gets as good reactions as Bowden. 
Yeah, wearing that All Japan hoodie was... <laughs> that got me good. I was I was <laughs> very angry. <laughs> Takawamori should uh, punch him out of his boots. <laughs> yeah, very good pick. Uh, we do like Bodum here. Mr. Onfurious, round six pick. Yeah, please. I, I kind of had Bodum in the pocket there. I was thinking oh, yeah. that would be a good pick for this round, but... Uh, uh, I'm going to do, uh, well, complete one of my tag teams here. Um, seeing as Chris Brooks works with so many different, uh, uh, partners, I'm going to select, well, actually my second favorite partner of his, Gresham isn't really allowed because he's just American. Um, uh, so I'm going to go with, uh, Lucky Kid. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I was too away from Lucky Kid. <laughs> Didn't quite get background to me, but yeah. Absolute superstar, like a kid, and now he's oh, yeah. got a, a story that he can really sink his teeth into. He's the emotional core of that Rise story they're telling, and that is going to push him over the top, I think. And also, his match with Timothy Thatcher, I think, is still in my top ten, even after the G One on the year. That really is a must-see match from Sixteen Carat. Um, so yeah, like a kid can kind of do it all. Um, yeah, I love him. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great baby face. And Andrew, you're up next. Oh, I think I know. I'm going to go for Dover of the Arrows of Hungary because Ooh. I think their bookings in RevPro. I think they're excellent. I have seen. I saw them about three years ago on a really random Hungarian show on YouTube. Um, <laughs> HCW, big fan. Yes, and I thought they were the absolute boys. So yeah. And now th- they're never in Britain. Dream come true. <laughs> I, th- I think um, Dover is a really good kit because I think. Um, He's done a few um, sort of hardcore style matches as well, so I think with the like and like with the likes of maybe like Joe Coffee, uh, I think you could have quite a uh, you know you could that's I'm not booking your show for you, but like that's a poten- that's a potential blood feud I think you could have, and I think that'd be really really good stuff. Um, and yeah, Dover Dover was shortlisted for me, so mm. yeah, I had him uh, I had him as well. Arrows are hungry, definitely. I was looking out for, but Andrew's <laughs> Andrew's got them first, and I promise not to pick Icarus <laughs> in my next two picks. Uh, I wasn't going to anyway. Um, but who am I going to pick? Well, there's one guy who's maybe quite surprising, but maybe not so much, but he hasn't been taken yet. Because um, he was taken really early in, in in last year's draft, and probably the year before, but he does kind of slip through the cracks, as always. Um, I'm going to take Mark Andrews with my round six pick. Um, and obviously his credentials don't need to be explained too much. <laughs> um, he has very good matches left, right, and center. Obviously the WWE thing is a, is a caution, but also, you know, we've taken the British Strong Style guys already and he's sort of next in line for them. So to get him at round six, I think is a bit of a steal. And pairing him, pairing with him, it could go in a couple of directions. Um... But I will go for. I may regret it, but Scotty Davis. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, before all of um, before all of the the Irish youngsters get taken, I <laughs> figured I should sort of snap up the the blue chipper amongst them. Um, you know, he's been working around Britain now as well. He went to Fight Club Pro. He's one of uh, Will Osprey's young lions as well. Um, so he's definitely opening doors for himself in that regard. And kind of if Jordan Devlin gets snapped up any anywhere, if he gets signed anywhere, I think Scotty Davis is probably the next in line to sort of 
being the Irish ace of OTT. So I kind of had to grab him before any of you guys did. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely see him getting built up as the next, you know, homegrown ace. That that could be a very strong pick. In, in a year, we might look at that and go like, yeah, yeah, he probably could have got him a couple of, couple of guys earlier. Uh, Icarus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no discussion. <laughs> Arrows of hunger equals good. <laughs> I was tempted doing a tease there and going for Mark Coffee, but I didn't think it would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the rob of this round and split up all your tag teams. <laughs> um. Okay, so I, I'm kind of surprised he's still on the board. Uh, I'm going for Travis Banks. Yeah, uh, I, I know he... His booking I, has been a little bit suspect over the, the past year, I guess. And he's currently injured. Um, but yeah, I think he's worth it, uh, definitely, at this stage. Uh, I, I Immediately after you said, um, I was beginning, I was sort of writing uh, down what other people other people were thinking pick. And when you said second best tag team partner, I was just immediately assuming you were saying Travis Banks for CK. <laughs> so, you know, hey, that, I'm, I kind of had him written at the bottom of my page just in case everybody else forgot him but um <laughs> well, no, that's um another brooks tag team so I, yeah. I think my tag team division is just going to be like chris brooks and other people yeah you have I'm to not... fight the tag team tri- title is actually a singles belt but you get to team with chris brooks yeah whoever whoever <laughs> wins <laughs> the single i don't really know that yeah 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 um, okay, so I'm actually going to complete one of my tag teams, which I sort of had um, written down. Uh, I'm going to pick um, somebody who, from I would say, one of the most underrated workers in Europe as a whole. Um, I think potential to do both face and heel, but in this position, I'm going to make him heel. Uh, really big guy, muscular, um, and I think with Josh Bodum will be one of the biggest shit-eating tag teams in the world. I'm going to pick. He's big. He's Dutch. He does the camel clutch. Emil Satochi. <laughs> I just think Bodum and Satochi, um, they're two kind of similar. They're, they're kind of cut from the same sort of cloth, and I think they're both kind I, of. Gl- I, I, as a tag team, just big jacked dudes just lamping on like nerds. I just think it'd be brilliant. <laughs> I- Controversial opinion, maybe. I think Satoshi's better as a face. Oh, I've, yeah, I've been really in- enjoying him. Yes, but then face. you do have the potential. Kind of you kind of have. I, I, I have to admit, I do prefer him as the face. But I think there's the potential of, um, you know, there's the potential to have face turn down the road with Satoshi as yeah. well. But he can I just, be a lovable shit muncher. I just think if you, if you get these, <laughs> if you, if you get these two guys, um, um, you know, wearing the same. Same kit, stay away from the velvet trunk, Bodum. But like, I think get him looking like a really jacked unit. I think it'd be great team. There we go. And we go to Lee with the double pick. Yeah, I'm just looking down my list. I'm not sure where to go next. Um, I think first up, I'm gonna take Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a solid enough pick for this stage. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, don't really need to explain why it's fucking doing it. <laughs> um, and second, I am going to take another OTT guy. I'm going to take Sean Guinness. Oh, the Max. I like it. Bring it. Bring in the ladies in, are we? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people wanted Guinness as more of a sleeper pick, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> that it's, seems it, to be Lee's bag. 
it's unsure if he'll be around as much yeah. as he is right now, but I think at this stage he's a nice little uh, grab. Yeah, definitely. There's always a worry that he'll just be in zero one forever and never make any tape. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's certainly been impressive since he's been over in OTT, and he's he's stayed for a little while. So we'll see if he can make the the fifty percent mark. Um, but yeah, I I definitely like that pick, and obviously Eddie Dennis has been crushing the character work. They've kind of softened off on the the Dennis Andrews feud heading into Wembley, which seems kind of weird, but. Um, I mean, he's certainly made himself much more known over the past couple of months. Um, definitely his stock has risen, so it's it's a strong pick there. Okay, uh, I'm kind of at the point where I've got so much choice still that it's yeah. kind of <laughs> it is a thing. Um, someone who I think he's gone off a lot of people's radar um, since departing WXW around April time. Um, he's shown up in GWF, he's shown up in Southside a lot. Uh, I'm going to go for Bad Bones, um, simply because he's ready for TV. You could put him on TV. Mm. He's got, for me, for, for me one, like face, facial-wise, uh, he can... He's one of the best facial expressions in, like in Europe for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can put him anywhere against anybody and usually bring, puts a really, big match, a really great match on. I know he's not the most popular guy uh, with a lot of the German sort of... Um, Press core, should we say? But um, for me, I like, yeah. Uh, Bad Bones is one of my, one of my favourite wrestlers, and uh, I'm glad he's still there. So on the list. his performance as the WXW champion was phenomenal. Um, obviously, the the free way where he lost the title, uh, like he was, you know, he looked like he was in the WrestleMania main event. Like he was that pumped up and that on that much of a high performance wise. You know the the um, entrance and all that. Yeah, yeah, with the end, but also. Like those, um, the rise meetings where he'd be at the head of the table and angrily looking at them all were very, com- very compelling. And like, <laughs> you really wanted to see what would happen next there. And him playing off with Pete Bouncer was, you know, scintillating at times. Um, and all that for, you know, lo- you know, low production budget. Um, you know, just a bunch of wrestlers acting, <laughs> and it turned out to be really, really good. Um, you know. And now he's now he's on the uh, the GWF side of Germany, indeed, uh, for their three count series, which um, has a one thousand one hundred thousand euro budget. Nearly, um, you can tell <laughs> that's um, that's kind of. I think it's it's showing him even better than before. So that's Brilliant. for me. And we're back to on now. Yeah, I had bad bones down as the, oh. uh, for this round. I was like, people aren't going to pick bad bones. He isn't even in WXW anymore. But then I kind of have a sneaky feeling that he's going to be back at some point, And when he is, it's going to be amazing. I had, I had so, bad bones coming back at Shortcut as the uh, mysterious thing that Bouncer was upset about with Tarkam. But there we go. <laughs> I think it might be a longer, longer yeah, simmering I think a lot longer. deal than that, but... Yeah, I'm very excited if it does happen. So, but yeah, that's that's how I had. So uh, I need to readjust my thinking somewhat. <laughs> uh, I'm just one step ahead on all the way through. Yeah, at the <laughs> like like <laughs> two out of the last three rounds. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna switch it around a little bit. I'm gonna go with Francis Caspin. Uh, yeah, He's, well. <laughs> I, I can tell from the reaction that he's he's good for for everyone, but uh, yeah, Caspin's a real prospect. 
Like, uh, he, he's got massive potential and he's been getting better every time I've seen him. So mm-hmm. I think in a year, even better. Oh, yeah. I mean, JFK fresher than you has been <laughs> very exciting so far. I was initially skeptical of the heel turn, but I mean, Caspin and Skillet are absolutely yeah, making right. it. And obviously, Caspin has the big upside. He's only like 22, I think, or something. So, um, certainly a strong pick. And he's been, he, He's been heading up the draft board, <laughs> so I could see in a year's time him possibly challenging for the top 20. I was one away. Oh. oh. E- everyone has been one <laughs> away. Blame Mike, blame Mike for picking bad bones. <laughs> I will go for another one of the talented Irish youngsters. I will go with Curtis Murray, because I think he's actually really good. Um, yeah, I didn't really think beyond that, to be honest. <laughs> that's all that's all the justification you need to be honest <laughs> i mean i think we're all going to have like a flippy dude division so i think this yeah. is where we're going to be getting all these names just saying yeah we like them <laughs> Miss, mr v aviator himself <laughs> uh, just yeah, make sure I you mean, have st john's we get later on you don't really need to justify it so much it's just i like them <laughs> and we're starting to get to that point um and now i get a double pick um, looking at my board, and I was gonna take JFK here, but uh, again, two away. Ah. Um, <laughs> so instead, I'm going to deny other people their fun. Um, <laughs> Some good killjoying, whatever it yeah. is. Well, first of all, I'm gonna take Gang Gang, Dirty Dragon. <laughs> I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm I'm happy you got drafted. More than oh, yeah, he, I mean, I don't, <laughs> did he get drafted last year? I don't think no, so. No, no, he wasn't on. But, I mean, he's a lovely dude. His storyline has been, you know, it's it's hit home, certainly, for a lot of people. Um, the trial series has been fun, and his interactions with Emil Satochi have, like, they've fleshed out his character so, so well. Um, he had the pillow, the pillow fight with Jackson Stone, <laughs> Femme Fatale, which was very fun. Um, you know, he's clearly a guy with a lot of ideas, very creative. And you know he delivers on those ideas. Um, but now my next pick is a bit tougher. Dragon was you know high on my list, but now I could be that guy and take one half of a tag team. Now would that be okay with everyone? Go for it. <laughs> Depends um, on the tag team. Hmm. I. I think I could probably get them later, so I'm gonna. Hmm. Sorry, this is the first one I've been like diffi- having difficulty over. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm, on, I'm gonna, No, I, I'm. I know. I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. Uh, uh, yeah, even though he, uh, he's not a European. But I think he does qualify for 50% this year, and I'm pretty sure he'll qualify for 50% next year. The Prince of Pro, Alexander James. Mm, I think that could be a risk for myself. Yeah, same here. I crossed him out. Oh, for that no. Reason. He's spending six months here, six months there, and I don't know. I don't know. I think he could be risking. risking, yeah. risking. I, I, I had him on my shortlist. I, I didn't no. really know either, but yeah, he was on there. I mean, he's been very impressive as of late. Obviously, he was in 16 carat, but didn't get too much of a chance to shine there. Um, but I think most he's mostly impressed me at the Inner Circle shows, <laughs> where it's only like 150 people and everything he does 
is so crisp and you can see exactly what he's trying to do every which way. His matches with um, Julian Pace have been very, very fun. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> he can wrestle a good match with anyone. So definitely a guy I would like to have on my team. Hmm. I oh, I could get. I think I can get him later. I. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the umming and ahhing. We're at that to, that stage already. <laughs> I'm gonna say Pete Bouncer. Ooh, love it! And his I love it because I think his promo stuff with Bad Bones was some of the most compelling stuff for for what it was really. So. But his in ring always worries me a bit. But anyway, I'll go ahead. Well, you say you say this stuff with Bones is really good, but the big money match is, you know, Bones is on my my card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what is Bouncer without Bones? Mm. I was looking at the card to see if there's anyone else with like terrific abs that you could feud with. (laughs) Well, Devlin, obviously. (laughs) Alani, I'm a big fan of Bouncer. Alani. <laughs> and Joe Coffey. I, mean, like, his... I could have a little oh, gang of just dudes with abs. Big abs. Dudes with abs. There you go, Andrew. <laughs> There's your, your, your main stable. Um, oh, it's my turn. Um, I'm going to go with Omari. Uh, mm-hmm. He's really, really good. I don't think he's had a particularly good year, but um, I don't think he'll have a year as indifferent as this next year so i think come sort of next august when we sit down to talk about mm. uh, how this went i don't think i'll regret taking him in this spot no i mean i i'm obviously um alan took him in the third round which was definitely a reach that was too early year. yeah um but i was umming and ahhing over him versus alexander james and yeah it's just that that feeling that Almost like he had that moment to break out and he's he's missed it. <laughs> like obviously that can come back around, but I don't think it's gonna happen in that frame of time in the next like six months or so. Like he had that moment after winning Infinity where it was like this is the guy now, and then it <laughs> you know he's back to the the seven man scrambles in the first match on Flight Club Pro. So if Flight Club Pro can get their shit together and make Omari Kyle Fletcher's big. Rival. I think they they do kind of have him in penciled in there. I think so. Yeah, I just you know I can't trust the booking. <laughs> um, so we'll see with Omar. He's definitely a risk, but obviously the talent is there. He's a, he's a blue chip prospect. I think at, at this stage, I, coming in. I think it's a good good risk at this stage. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I, I... My kind of promotion, I kind of want it to be kind of as ready for TV as possible. So somebody else who is, I think, in backstage as is really, really great in his segments, both for GWF and for WXW. I'm going to go for Tarkan Aslan. Um, uh, he's again, I think he's one of these people that a lot of people maybe have slept on for a couple of couple of months. But if you watch like particularly um, the light heavyweight World Cup from uh, March this um, April this year in GWF. Uh, Aslan was superb in that, and I just think yeah, he's he's, re- he's somebody who would be ready for TV and would work well in this sort of mm-hmm. uh, promotion. Yeah, obviously, I mean his his talking has been absolutely fantastic, and that's kind of why I'm so hyped for his his feud with Lucky Kid. Is just the promos that he's cutting right now are mm-hmm. tremendous. He's got the facial expressions down as well. His in ring is all right. Um, but my big issue with him is the gear. I think he's he, <laughs> it's, he's, he's got to change. <laughs> he's not shown 
his best in WXW. No, they haven't really given him the chance no. to go all out. I haven't seen the light heavyweight World Cup, but obviously you've talked it up big time, Mike. So maybe I'll have to check it out and see what Aslan can do when when the leash is off, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've had a name sitting at the top of my list for the last little while. The only problem is I am not sure if he qualifies for the fifty percent in Europe. So I'm just gonna throw his name out there, and if you guys don't think he's eligible, I'll take him off. Uh, speedball Mike Bailey. I think it'd be a stretch I I think it's a stretch isn't it I'll put him down unless Arn has anything to say about it (laughs) I'm not sure he's at 50% um, but he might be close he's close that's why I'm kind of saying I'll put it down to if you guys let you guys decide I'm putting it down because he has had fairly lengthy times here. Obviously, he was in WXW for a while um, and living there for like a couple of months. So I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. again, if if it doesn't come off at all, if he's if he stays in Canada um, for the next year, then we'll laugh at you next year. That's <laughs> that's well, part of the deal, basically. Well, he's yeah. gonna work elsewhere. Uh, rather than just in Canada, I don't think that's going to happen. So, oh yeah, and in DDT, it's he, yeah, it's whether <laughs> it's whether he gets more time in DDT than he does in Europe, which yeah, I, I don't know. It's close. I didn't actually work that one out because I, I kind of figured he was more Japan than than anything else. So yeah, maybe maybe I dropped the ball on that one. Uh, at least picked it up. Sporting reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does really love Takashita, so I, I think. The lure of Japan might keep him there. But we'll see, Lee. We'll see. Uh, okay, I think I'm going to have to be the dickhead that splits up the tag team. <laughs> <laughs> because I really like these guys and I'm not going to take a chance that they get taken in the next round. I'm going to take uh, the artist from me known as Adam Chase, Carlos Romo, from Team White Wolf. Good choice. Mm. Very good choice. I yeah, but those guys are great, yeah. I was definitely considering Team White Wolf. Um, and yeah, obviously they've been making waves. Uh, the attack tag team champions, that's definitely a strong base for them to build on in the UK. And obviously they've been making Spanish wrestling relevant, which is exciting. We, we always like seeing new promotions from different places emerge and pop up. And their free matches on YouTube have certainly been making the rounds. Um, you know, And what I like about them is almost like they're completely a new generation of indie wrestlers who like wrestle as they've seen from like guys from progress and stuff so whereas the guys who wrestle in progress now like mark haskins may be influenced by you know mid mid noughties ring of honor these guys are now influenced by early tens will osprey jim versus jimmy havoc <laughs> and i just like that there's a new there's a new era of guys who are wrestling based on the wrestling that was popular as we've been covering it and watching it, so <laughs> that's really fun for me. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting into a bit of a corner now, really. I'm, I've just kind of got my my uh, sort of massive list of people I just would like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I might have to have a quick think. So, um, bear with me for a moment. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be horrible. I'm going to split up one of your tag teams. I'm going to split up somebody else's tag team. I'm going to take Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher's oh, 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 he's already gone. For some reason, I thought you'd only got Mark Davis. My apologies. Okay, in which case... <laughs> God, in which case, I'll take Kip Sabian then, please. 
I'll take Kip Sabian. I think, uh, although he's kind of not had the breakout year, I think a lot of people thought he would have. Um, I think uh, Sabian's one again. He's another one who you could you could put him either in a singles singles or you could put him in tag team. You could get him anywhere. I think he's just a good workhorse for that. Yeah, he's one. As you say, you're trying to do a sort of TV ready roster thing, and he's one of the guys who's actually done quite well on World of Sport. And I think will the stock will go up for him from that because he is a very Love Island esque heel and <laughs> definitely has that look about him. That will, but um, I, I think you could put him in kind of a you know a you know because he's a handsome guy. You could put him as like a good looking tag in a good looking like tag, uh, face tag team sort of thing as well. I think yeah, you could do both ways with him. And we're back to on. Um, yeah, I was just kind of flicking through a list of like who was left. So uh, the the guy that I think has possibly the most potential of the ones that are left on the shelf is Julian Pace. Uh, mm. So I'm going to take him. Um, Pace, grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, he's he's really good. <laughs> Like, and if WXW have taught us one thing, it's that you watch the guys that they push when they're young because in a couple of years they're going to be great. So, yeah, he's going to be great in a couple of years. I hope he's going to be great this time next year and I can just look back and go, that was that was an easy choice. Yeah, again, the problem is he may not have a great year coming up, but obviously he's got loads and loads of potential. Um, yeah. You know, we like his cars gimmick. It's it's good fun, um, and obviously him and Caspin are the only two who've come through um, that training academy as official graduates, I guess. So you know, the the quality is high there, and the 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 upside is very high. And um, obviously, Caspin is just emerging into into something even better than he's already been. So the same thing could happen to Pace this year. He could definitely go up. Um, so I think that's a pretty good pick. Hmm, I'm thinking, which is... No. <laughs> the yelling and ahhing. Yeah, well, mm. well, I was going to go for Kip Sabian and stick in with his new new best mate and tag team partner, um, Yestin Race, the Pride of Gloucester, but uh, I'll have to think of something else. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if this one will count, uh, but he has been here for a year, so I assume it will. I'm going to go with Sean Custom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can't. Because yeah, I thought he was a lot better than Adam Brooks when they were tagging together. I thought he was the one who actually looked like decent. So yeah. The the first yeah. couple of times I saw Sean Custom, I thought he was rubbish. But um, like, if there's somebody who's massively improved uh, by coming to the UK, I think it's him. Uh, whereas Adam Brooks came here, and I don't think he did anything. No. He just, if anything, he got worse while he was here. Sean Custom has has improved a lot. Yeah, customs on the upside. I remember me and Arn saw him in 2016, <laughs> back in the, the um, what was it? I can't even remember what it was called now, but the old Fight Club Pro venue. <laughs> fiction. The fiction, fiction, obviously. A lovely fiction where dreams were made. Um, and yeah, custom just got completely, like, like no-sold by the crowd <laughs> there. So it's good that he's, like, now starting to emerge a bit more. Um, c- certainly, um... Not an immediate star, but no one, not not everyone has to be when they come over. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good pick. We'll look on that and see what he's done next year. And my last pick before we go to round two of the female side of the draft 
and I believe I picked this man in the exact same spot last draft, and I'm going to do it again here, and that is Angel Cruz, (laughs) (laughs) because he is the master of the comedy match right now, and not just like like a five-minute comedy match, he does these like elaborate like mini plays, basically, with his machetes and his guns, and all the crazy shit he can think of, um... And it's it's very exciting, and the the amount of you know effort that must go into constructing these matches with Be Cool and Team Prick and whoever they're in there against, you know, it's it clearly shows that he has loads of talent, and you can't just deny him as a comedy wrestler. Um, you know, he he adds something very unique to OTT cards and uh, fleshes it out nicely, and it isn't just you know super indie guys having flippy do matches. It's it's something a bit different. Also, he can go against Dirty Dragon. I've made a match right there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which means we're now on to the second round of the female draft. And Arn will be going first with that. Yeah, this... As he flicks through his notes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just kind of... I I have it in a slightly different order, so I just kind of flick... Yeah. Um, There are some really, really good talents left here... Um, but the one that I that I want that I just can't help myself, and I'm going to have to pick is Vesta. <laughs> um, <laughs> every time I've seen her, she's just been really good, and she's been wrestling Tony Storm, so I kind of have a ready-made match. I think she'd be really good with Millie as well. And of the other women that are left, there's some really, really talented women there, but I don't think any of them have got that kind of presence. Yeah, imagine um. Alpha female versus Vesna. <laughs> it's happening that would be... at GWF this weekend, I believe. Oh, oh. my goodness. Should we fly out to I'm Germany? I'm 99% <laughs> sure it is. That's just like your mum's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Your mum and your aunt. Um, yeah, Vesna obviously hugely impressed against Tony Storm at Femme Fatale last year. Uh, she got pulled back for a nice little run um, at 16 Carat Night 3 in that four-way, um, which everyone was excited to see. Um, and yeah, GWF are using her more predominantly, so <laughs> this seems to be com- becoming a theme of this draft show, but go watch GWF. <laughs> Should get a sponsorship out of this. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that means I'm picking next, um, and my third woman. Again, I've got a few different ways to go here. Um, and I'm kind of annoyed Vesna got taken because that would have been fun, and then I could have made Vesna versus Alpha Female. But there's some talent on the board. There's some talent on the board, and I will go with. I mean, I've got two Aussies already, so I may as well go for a third. Charlie Evans. Um, I mean, she's she packs a wallop <laughs> in her matches, certainly. Um, yeah, definitely like more physical than a lot of the women who are her size. And also, she's very, very popular, so <laughs> she'll bring people in. Um, Wrestling-wise, she's getting there. Like, she's still very young. Like, like, I think she's only, like, 18 or 19. So, I mean, she's not incredible yet, but she's got the personality down completely. Um, and she's always very fun to watch. And she works everywhere, so she's only going to improve. So, hopefully, um, that'll be a stock-up situation, and she'll maybe be going in the top 10 for the women uh, next year. 
think it's me again, isn't it? It is on to Lee, yes. Uh, okay, I am going to take Nina Samuels. I think she ah. can go, go either <laughs> heal her face and be solid in the ring. You just you can like I could put her in against um, anybody. I think and get a good match out of it. So uh, I think happy enough to pick up Nina now. Now you see that uh, Nina was my. I was hoping you'd go for somebody else actually because it would. It would nine up for nice for my my fourth pick, but uh, Nina Samuels is kind of a bit of a key thing for me, so I have to go back <laughs> to the drawing board for me. Um, I'm going to go for somebody, and simply on the back of um, no, I'm going to go for this first. I'm going to go for the, the first, the other person first, and I'll go to the other one. Uh, I'm going to go for Debbie Kaitel because I thought Lee was going to pick him. Uh, pick her, sorry. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think um, I think she could she could kind of do both both heel and face very well. She's very um, sort of flexible in that department, mm-hmm. and I just think yeah, one of the best young young ladies on the scene, and uh, you know, who just good pick for me. I think really. <laughs> well done, Mike. I don't know. It's just it's just someone who I wanted. Yeah. Actually, like this time, I actually have a load of people written down that I can actually still go for. Uh, I, first of all, the two I've got, I'm going to go for Sammy Jane because I think she's actually really underrated. And the Rev Pros Women's Tournament start of the year, I thought she was the best one by quite a way. Uh, and then the um, other one I'm going to go for is she was spoiler alert. She was the she became the NXT UK Women's Champion, so I assume she's going to be here. For a while, uh, Rhea Ripley. She's only twenty-one, so I think the next year she could really kind of break through and make a name for herself. I completely forgotten that happened. That's out of left field, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if if she's going to be repping NXT UK, she's going to be racking up UK dates. So <laughs> even though she's never wrestled on the UK indies, I I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's a very smart pick, Andrew. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And we're back onto me, aren't we? So, uh, thankfully, my 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 uh, fourth choice didn't uh, didn't get picked. And I, someone who I've kind of always uh, sort of first seen her for a few matches at the cockpit. Um, and yesterday, uh, she basically proved that it was uh, she's a great great pick. And I think there's a lot of potential for a match on this card. But I'm going to go for Zoe Lucas. Um, just come off a tour from Stardom, I believe. Um, but on the on the uh, cockpit shows she's been really really strong so um yeah go there's a potential um disney-esque uh, match going from like the this kind of the sweetest of the sweet with zoe lucas against the disney evil uh evil witch melanie gray i think you could have like you could play around with that quite a lot um like the evil evil sort of distilled versus like you know the queen of the cupcakes uh zoe, I, <laughs> zoe I kinda, lucas i kind of want to say that yeah, I just think that you mentioned it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was kind of going for for that thing. So, um, yeah, it's uh, that's something that I'm. That's my pick. Yeah, brilliant. And back to Lee. Uh, well, obviously, Debbie Coytel was going to be my last pick. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh, you know me too well. Um. Oh, now I'm stuck. I am. Gonna take. I think I'm gonna take uh, another young Irish lady. I'm gonna take Raven Creed. She has been seen a couple of times on the main OTT shows, but she's mostly been um, on contenders, and I think she is just amazing. I think she's 
got real potential to go far. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Keeping with the theme, definitely, <laughs> of the young Irish talent, and obviously Keitel and Creed, both to watch out for, as well as Valkyrie. Um, yeah, all very good picks there. And it's back to me. And there is one high-profile woman who obviously hasn't been picked yet. There's several, um, actually. <laughs> but what one in particular I have in mind. Um, is it Martina? But... <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh. Well, I... oh. I'm gonna go have a cry now. <laughs> okay, I'll pick and then have a cry. Yeah, I'll go for Viper. Why the hell not? Yeah, because she's been having really good matches in places. <laughs> um, I would I would have thought Andrew would have picked her, obviously with the VICW ICW rep. Um. But yeah, I, she'll definitely qualify for the 50%, I think. Uh, she's not in Japan that much. Um, obviously, her Japan body of work definitely adds to that. Um, World of Sport, obviously, she makes all those appearances. She's popular. And May, May Young Classic last year. May Young Classic, indeed. And versus Alpha Female. That could be a, a great Ooh. big gals match. <laughs> the big gals division. Um. Yeah, so... I figure I'm going to do uh, Vesna and Millie McKenzie as my main women's feud. I think that's going mm-hmm. to be really fun to to see. Uh, so that leaves me with somebody to play as an antagonist against Tony Storm. And I was originally wanting Sammy Jane. I think that's a really good pick, Andrew. Um, but I, before I actually pick someone, I'm just going to point out who's left on the board still. You've still got like yeah. Casey Owens, mm-hmm. uh, B mm-hmm. Priestley, Laura Di Matteo. Uh, like Chikara, Candy Floss, uh, Shanna, Jetta, Lana Austin. Like none, none of these women are going to get picked. Which, like, when you when you thought about like a first year when we did this, that is That's insane. Pack, yeah. Really. Yeah. Next year we should probably add maybe a fifth and a sixth round. Yeah, we, <laughs> I think we need more rounds because that there's a lot of talent left. Uh, yeah. If, yeah, I'm thinking that we've come up a bit short here, but my, I mean yeah. that just it makes it even more privileged to be drafted. <laughs> my actual pick is going to be uh, Janie Hater, the Rev Pro Ooh. Women's Champion. Uh, I think she's a terrific heel, and uh, live and in person, like her heel work is just despicable. I love it. <laughs> um, so her against Tony, I think, is your your, your babyface heel. Like secondary feud for me after Millie and, and Vesna, and I think that could kind of play off together. I might even do a, like a tag match or something. Awesome, yeah. So as you say, um, great pool of talent there, and we've left <laughs> a fair few names off the board. So I will have words with um, Mister Reed and <laughs> see if we can uh, add a fifth and sixth next year because that, that's really really cool. I, I think all all of our female rosters are very strong there. Um, and yeah, there's still names to be had there. Martina. Um, such as Martina. <laughs> which no no, we, we laugh about Martina, but I think if you have, like, if if we're talking about wrestling as a business, she's somebody who does draw, and I think mm-hmm. you want people to come to your shows, and people want to come to see Martina, regardless of how people think about her in-ring work. I think there's... there's, there's <laughs> I thought you were going to say devastatingly incompetent. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's. What, but then, for every person who thinks that, there's five people who you know hashtag fancies Martina, yeah. and they're the people who uh, come to shows. So, it, if somebody fair. had picked Martina, it wouldn't have surprised me. Absolutely. 
Thank you, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Martini defense squad over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's back to the men, and we've got six more rounds. This is where we sort of throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, kind of. Um, I have so much shit to throw at this wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's three... I don't know, there's, there's a two, three big names still in it, I think. Oh yeah, yeah no, there's definitely definitely still talent here, but this is there's, sort of where we two, can get a bit there's more. There's two creative. very big names that are left. I don't have any intention of drafting. Mm. Um, see, I've drafted Cruz, so I feel like I should go for Be Cool to complete the set. Yeah, sure. Um, and what is Cruz <laughs> without Be Cool? He adds just that little bit extra to the act. <laughs> um, he you wouldn't have the crazy tag team matches without a tag team partner. And Be Cool is very, very fun. I like his short, or not his shorts, his his trousers, his in-ring gear. It's He's a wacky, wacky character. I'm not going to draft Team Prick, but they're sort of there in spirit. I, I think an underrated thing with Be Cool is that when Be Cool goes and say an angel gets scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever notice in their matches, when B loses it, that's when Angel gets a bit worried, you know? So he's, he's even, B is even crazier than A. Pretty much. Mm. I am going to go for the wild boar, Mike Hitchman. Oh. Because, uh, I, I don't know, I think he might actually be one of the people who actually benefits from the whole NXT UK thing. So I'm going to go for everyone's favourite grumbling little man. I, I think, um, have, have, having just kind of done the Progress WXW weekend, um, the... He's somebody who's come completely out of left field for me, and I kind of came away from the two progress shows this weekend. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed him. Um, he's kind of somebody I want to see a lot more of, so yeah, good pick. Well, he was great in ICW last year with Mike Bird, um, so I would I would go with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thought Ball was... Ball, I, I picked him like two years ago, and uh, he was... I think he was ready then to be a, like a star somewhere, but Nah. Um, okay, so we're we're into the the, the slightly more left fieldy things now, uh, <laughs> and I have a lot of a lot of space in my left field. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go with Dean Allmark. Um, wow, <laughs> he is a terrific wrestler. If he didn't look like uh, I don't know, like a pudgy middle aged man, then like he'd be booked everywhere. But he is a phenomenally good wrestler, and he hasn't really wrestled at any of the guys that I've got. So, Dean Ormark. And anyone that's going like who? Just look and look him up. Pot- potentially, <laughs> potentially the winner of uh, next week's yeah. British J Cup. He's in. He's in the BJ Cup. He is a BJ. <laughs> Holy. Okay, um, I'm gonna say we're we're fully in the left field now. Um, I'm gonna go somebody who I think. Well, uh, I saw him at Wrestling Cult this year. He kind of uh, and Wrestling Deutschland and Carnage. No, no, not him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, not Carnage. I'm gonna go for uh, the other big wrestler from Croatia. I'm gonna go for Chris Jokic. Oh, I like it. He was on my list. He's on mine as well. He was so, on the uh, sleeve. Uh, there we go. Yeah, um, look him up. He's brilliant. He is. Yeah, definitely the guy who impressed me most from uh, our morning of wrestling at Wrestling Colt and uh, also Wrestling Deutschland. 
Um, I'm hoping WXW will use him, even just for like a shotgun taping or two, uh, if they can get him, because he is he's very, very flashy and a great cruiserweight to have around. Uh, okay, I'm up double pick again. Uh, obviously, I'm going to finish off the Team White Wolf team, so I'm going to mm-hmm. take A-Kid. Um, obviously, he'll be teaming with Adam Chase, and I have a plan for this next one. I'm kind of surprised he's still on the board. I'm going to take Jimmy Havoc. Ooh. Yeah, he has fallen quite far, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. And at this rate is a good pickup, yeah. I, I did notice him still there, but I just didn't want him. I just to be honest, La Havoc has a like a niche spot for me, and I just mm. I don't really like his wrestling very much. But at this stage, that is a, a pretty tremendous pickup. Yeah, like again, I just I feel like he's he's had his run, you know, and obviously they went back to the Osprey feud um, for a match this past week. Um, which we'll have to watch to see how it went. I hear it went like forty minutes or something, so I'll strap in. <laughs> um but yeah, at, at this rate, it's a very good left field pickup. Like, <laughs> it, it's a it's a very it's a top guy, but down low. Um, so we'll see if he can raise back up again and see if you're a genius in a year's time. <laughs> I wouldn't count on. <laughs> I'm also gonna uh, dip into the well of progress, and uh, I'm gonna pick um, someone who yeah I have I've seen a bit more of recently, kind of last year. He wouldn't have even got anywhere near it. Um, I'm gonna go for T K Cooper. Uh, I think it's just a nice, nice safe pair of hands. I think you could put him in yeah. with a lot of people, um, and yeah, he was somebody who was still on the board, and I thought he was yeah, that was that was well. Yeah. I mean, Cooper last year was injured, so that was why he got drafted at yeah. this stage last year. He was injured and, and being deported, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were all kind of worried for him, and he came back, huge ovation, got injured again, and now is mired in booking hell where <laughs> I, I wouldn't just put nothing the, has gone right for Paul I wouldn't put him on the I wouldn't put the big belt on him but like I'd have him on yeah you know again a good pickup at this stage certainly and I mean he still has a hell of a lot more to give and he, if he can hit another run if he can like hit another vein of goodness then he could be flying up the charts next year uh, the temptation to pick Mike Bird here and fuck up a Marauders reunion for Andrew <laughs> is very tempting. I, I'm not going to do it, though. Um, I, I'm kind of... Oh, shit, I didn't... Uh, yeah, I need Jay Skillet <laughs> for the, uh, the oh, tag team with Francis oh, Gaspin. Naughty. I kind of forgot he was there. Well, I'd rather I hadn't drafted him already. So, yeah, Jay Skillet. I just that's, looked that's... at my notes and I was like, why isn't he coloured in? <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky on cheeky, but yeah, obviously Skillet has sort of been the man who's turned Caspin uh, into a naughty boy, and that storyline's been very very fun. Um, and I can't wait to see what they'll do at World Tag League. I'm I'm starting to look at the ICW list now, and it worries yeah. me. <laughs> um, I I was going to pick Kenny Williams at the start. He was someone, but he has really gone off the boil recently, and his work this year's just not been really what I was expecting. I thought he'd really push on this year, and he just never did. So he will not be him. Instead, I'm going to go from someone who has impressed me on the cockpit shows, and I'm going to go for Dan McGee. Because I think yep. he might really step up next year and actually start kind of putting on consistently better matches next year. Yeah, I think that's a smart pick. Um, getting quite popular as well on the cockpit shows. Um and um, he's 
one of the few people to cross the divide onto the uh, as part of the Rev Pro TT thing, and uh, <laughs> I think um, yeah, I think it could be a shrewd pick though. Yeah, it's definitely good a good pick. Um, he's just got his uh, fresh out of his young lion gear into his fake Tanahashi gear, <laughs> um, and had a very fun match with uh, Josh Bodum to open up uh, the Summer Sizzler. And as Mike says, going to OTT as well. That should be fun for him and get a, a new angle on wrestling for him. Definitely still a project, but a project that's actually going somewhere, which is good to see. Also interesting that he went ahead of Chapman, who's sort of gotten the bigger bigger of chances course. so far. Yeah, of course. Is um again, I kind of I think I hope this partnership is more and we get more of them guys and that a lot of our guys sort of go over more as well, but uh, yeah, it's is definitely interesting McGee was first, but there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get a double pick now, and it's tempting to go for another tag team. So, <laughs> so I will. I'll go with Damien Corvin and Bonesaw, the kings of the north. Honda saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kings of the north kind of took over OTT for a bit there before they went all in on the, the Jordan Devlin mega push. Um, they were like a, a big anchor for, um, for, for the promotion while they were sort of still boiling Jordan Devlin up. Um, obviously their entrance at one of the national stadium shows last year was like a major highlight. They looked really, really big time there. Um, and they can talk as well. Bone sores, you know, Yadar, who's not happy that you come home at 1am is going to talk some sense into you. A, a great theme as well. Can't underwrite that with, with the drums. <laughs> you know, it gives them a real major league look. Um, and they're always going to be there for OTT when they need a big tag feud. Uh, I'm going to go for Mark Coffey because... Mm-hmm. It was a toss-up between him and Mike Bird for the second tag team, and I realised I don't actually—I never had actually anything planned for Coffee. I just like him, so now that, that yeah. gives me something to do. It certainly adds an extra element to the Joe Coffee pick. It's a good addendum, <laughs> or a panicked addendum. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind of addendum in the Euro draft. Uh, I'm going to go for someone here that might not be on too many radars, but uh, he's kind of getting a little chance to show what he can do on World of Sport. Uh, I know Mike Kilby knows who he is because uh, he saw him wrestle Keith Lee uh, yep. for 3CW. That's Justin Sizem. Yeah, good uh, pick. If he hadn't been away playing Hawkeye for that uh, Marvel traveling show that he was on, <laughs> I think he would be a lot bigger than he is. But he is a terrific wrestler. Like, really, really good. Oh, yeah. He's got the look as well. I mean, he looks like a superhero. So, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely made for prime time <laughs> world of sport, that guy. Um, but he's got he's got the in ring chops as well, certainly. Um, and we'll see if he can, you know, work all sorts of different places, get some big names under his belt. Obviously, the Keith Lee match was a big one for him. Um, definitely a big prospect for. He, he didn't look out of place in that match. So that makes me think yeah. he's destined for big things. Excellent. Right, I've got 11 names left and four spots. <laughs> well, 12 actually, 12 names left. Um, I'm going to go for somebody who I think could um, 
give a lot of variety to uh, if we kind of have a lower weight division someone who could give a lot of variety ground ground a few of the high flyers down and I'm going to go for Fight Muller uh, the Hamburg mm, catch uh, wrestler um, kind of come out of nowhere really for, for me um, in the last six well last three months let's be honest and uh, yeah I think um could you could then maybe bring him into the Gibson? You could bring him into Thatcher uh, higher up the card, and I think yeah, he would be would be a good person to have as add as a bit of variety to the lower the sort of the undercard. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm up. I was just looking at the list. Okay. <laughs> um, ugh, uh, I don't know where to go now. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna take Jack Sexsmith. Mm-hmm. Even though he is injured, yeah, um, I'll take a chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's certainly a bargain pick at this rate. I think we're all just kind of avoiding him because we don't know how severe the injury is going to yeah. be. But yeah, it's you know we're at the stage where you can take a chance on it. So yeah. um, I mean it, it's happened before in the Euro draft, so I'm <laughs> certainly not going to begrudge you for it. And I will also take. I'm going to take Adam Maxted. I love it. <laughs> love Ireland's Adam Max. <laughs> I think I think he has a lot of potential. Obviously, he has the look for sure. But uh, every time I see him in ring in OTT, he just keeps getting better. And obviously, he has the Love Ireland's team. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gave I gave Lee. Uh, how many? What what round did they go in? I gave Lee since round nine to do this one, and he's not done it. So I'm having him. Mm. He's a graduate of the uh, Lance Storm Academy, the third, the third, the third wheel of uh, more than hype. I'm going to go for Darren Carney. Okay, I, I was, I, I was going to maybe take him last round, but Joe, I think I gave you another. Yeah. I wasn't going to st- yeah, snatch him straight I was, away. I was going to, I was going to take him next time around just to take <laughs> so, him, but obviously. I yeah. mean, I'm liking that Vite Muller Darren Carney uh, double for Mike there. Yeah, it's a, it's a strong double pick though. Yeah, Ollie, get your caps lock ready. I'm calling in the big grizzly. Balls to you, Arm. Anything to add on big grizzly? Or <laughs> just Do, you don't. That? No, you don't need to add, add just anything. Just big but. grizzly in all caps. I'm speechless now. <laughs> were, were you actually going for big grizzly? Yes. Because, oh, wow. because he was in the square go, and I thought, cool, he's a big boy, and he was actually a good big boy, so I was going to go for him. He's also <laughs> from the same school, uh, well, he, he's done a lot of work with uh, uh, Wild Boar, so that was a potential tag team as well. Um, I, okay, now I've got to think of a fly. I'm going to go for a uh, high flyer that I've seen some stuff for from Germany. I'm going to go for Oliver Carter. Oh, nice, good choice! Nice because good choice. I think he was next round. I think him against Curtis Murray in the show opener would be fantastic. Super pick. One I was hoping favorites. Carter would still be on the board on the last round, and I I could have picked him up there. But uh, yeah, good choice. Very good choice. And now I get a double pick. This is when I'm going to just start your final two some names out there. Oh no, you have my final. No, I've got. I've, we've got three, three more. more. Three more. Well, I've got three more picks, and everyone else has two. Um, I'll go with Chuck Mambo first. He's been making steady improvement, and he got drafted fairly late 
last time, and we all said it was a good pick to go I think that last, late. I think it's very last round, last last. Yeah, day, yeah. You know. So I've moved him up a little bit, <laughs> not too far, but I, he's definitely shown his value. He had a strong, super strong star sixteen. If progress would actually book him a bit more, that would help. <laughs> um, but he's he's working different places as well. He's just turned heel in attack, ripped off the mask, become the Mambo. Um, so that'll be a new side to him, which we'll see, and that's very exciting. He's showing his in, in-ring chops a lot more, and I think if he gets the chances, um, yeah, I think he'll definitely improve and maybe get like a big match under his belt. That's kind of what he needs right now. Um, so yeah, it's a good flyer pick for me, I think. Um, but that's sort of a mainstream flyer pick. Everyone knows who Chuck Mambo is. Um, for a, a, a less mainstream flyer pick, actually... Oh, there is, yeah, there's an interesting man still on the board. I'm not going to wait for anyone else to pick him. He's the man with the question mark on his face. <laughs> the Dominator, Great O'Connor. Ooh, yes. The Dominator. Yeah. I'd completely um, I thought the gimmick was dead on arrival when I first saw it. We were up in our private press box. Um... I think the joke in, I I think the joke I made is this is how Gibson gets to work Rev Pro still. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out with a big question mark on his face. Yeah, well we all thought that it was like a like gonna be like a joke gimmick, it was gonna be like Bodem or someone like taking the piss out of Japanese culture, but like <laughs> all the shambling and it was it was crazy to see. But yeah, it was Oka. But the match against Strickland, I really enjoyed, and I thought Okan was a major part of my enjoyment of that. I think he's getting there. He's getting the character stuff down. Um, he's still very Mongolian chop-heavy, but I'm kind of okay with that. He threw some good lariats in that match, um, and he's got the presence down. So I think, you know, he's not clunky anymore, <laughs> um, and he's starting to get it with the character. You know, it's a major change, so it takes time. And, I mean, this late on... How could I lose? It's it's New Japan. <laughs> yeah, he had a great match against um, Rishi Ghosh uh, last month um, at the cockpit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, say he's here for. There's varying stories. Some people saying six months, but I've heard as long as three years, which is, you know, hey, we'll uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, if it's months or years, I should get some value out of him yeah. either way. They like to let the characters develop and let the wrestlers develop uh, away from New Japan for a while, and even kind of let. The, the crowds back in Japan kind of get adjusted to them not being there as young boys. So I don't know. It could could be three years. You never know. Mm. I'm in a quandary now because that that big grizzly pick has really thrown me. <laughs> I feel rocked to my very core. Aww. Uh, Is it the caps? No, it was more just he was there to just batter the living daylights out of Dan McGee. Um, I don't. Uh, okay, I know. I'm going to go with Martin Kirby. Purely because I think the world of sports stuff may get him just a few more bookings, and he has been doing a bit more Rev Pro recently. Um, and I, I don't know, I just I think he's really good. So, and he is really good. He's just not one of the one of the cool kids <laughs> anymore, I guess. But yeah, like he's certainly holding down the fort where he is working. And yeah, a match with Martin Kirby in it is never going to be bad. I don't think. Uh, I'm never sure when it's too early to take this guy, but I don't think anyone else is going to draft him. So it's like I kind of leave it. I've left it a little bit later this year, but I, I'm having Gene Money. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the best comedy wrestlers in the world, and he's 
not really been booked anywhere, but he deserves to be. He's phenomenal. Gene Money. Two N's, no E, and a Y. (laughs) (laughs) His sexual gammon. The the Gene Money character is absolute genius, having, like, UKIP voter, basically. (laughs) Wrestling Jeremy (laughs) Clarkson. Is, He's uh, wonderful. You know, it's inspired. It'll give us some nice uh, change of pace on the on the show, and uh, absolutely. Uh, and I think you've got him even later. You've got him even later than you I did took. Last yeah, year, so. I took him probably too early last year, but um, yeah. But now we're into the fucking around end of things. I'm, I'm quite content <laughs> to get in there. Right. Um, I've got five. Well, six names. One of them I really hope somebody else picks because um, if not, I'll have him. Um, there's somebody who I wasn't, if this is for the first show of the, you know, this, this sort of thing, but, um, I do kind of think we could use these late, him later on. Uh, I'm going to take Julia Nero, um, the second half of Monster Consultant. Um, kind of not really, I kind of planned to have Avalanche as a singles guy, but I think it's always good to have Julian around and I'd feel really bad mm-hmm. if he was left off. <laughs> yeah, I was I was actually waiting for you to pick him. I was like, yeah. I kind of want I I Nero. I would have had going a, 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 like four or five rounds earlier than this. If actually, I'd and if had Avalanche, if I, then I would have had Nero at some point. Yeah, but so, because yeah, Avalanche had gone, I was like, yeah, Nero's kind of needs to be with Mike. Yeah, so yeah, Mike sort of played a blinder there and getting a guy whose value is with another guy, but just not holding off on picking him. Um, but yeah, obviously, big fan of Nero. He's improved massively um, with Avalanche. And I think if they ever do break up that team, Nero could go on and do some good stuff. He's got that big frame. You know, he comes off as a monster as well as a consultant. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're big fans of Nero here, big fans of Monster Consulting, of course. And That's a now huge Mike has switch, though, over the, the course of the last year, going from like thinking of Nero as like that guy who hangs around with Cerberus to... Oh, actually, he's really good, and he's really yeah. good in a tag team with Avalanche. He's made his mark it's this year, move. definitely. Yeah. Uh, my final two picks. Uh, I'm kind of torn. I could take a tag team just to take them, and have a couple of comedy guys on the card. Or... Go with your heart, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also two guys I really like. I'm still on my board, so I think I'm just going to take them. Uh, I'm going to take Kenny Williams. I think he's really solid in the ring. I yeah. don't know why he doesn't work anywhere other than ICW. <laughs> Which he's not working anymore. Because he's, <sighs> so now al- he's just... because he's now aligned with everyone's fave. Bram! The boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bram? The boys. Can we edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> I think we might. We might. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't um... say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Kenny Williams is a good value pick for here. Like... I don't know where he is wrestling other than like WWE occasionally. Um, and yeah, it's sort of a shame because he is a talent, certainly, and it's just not really being used right now. Um, but yeah, for this late on, getting a guy with that much obvious skill as Kenny Williams, if he does explode in the next year, you'll look like a genius. <laughs> I'm saying that a lot <laughs> about these picks. Uh, some ifs, but uh, you know, if it all pays off, even if just one of them pays off, you'll be looking good. I'm also going to take another guy who I don't know why he's not booked more in the UK. Uh, Charlie Sterling. I think he is... 
He's one of the best comedy wrestlers in OTT. Um, I thought his run with Gibson as uh, the Raptor was really good as well when he was more serious. He was, and, yeah, he's solid, solid with um, Redman in Rev Pro two years mm. ago. Um, mm. A lot of people thought it was boring, but like you know, he as if you had him in a tag team with somebody else, like he was just solid, solidly decent. So. I think you could have a nice tag team of Maxid and Sterling. That was the plan. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so this is my final pick. Um, and I think if I'd had three more, I'd probably take... So I'm kind of tossing up three, three of the P3 people, but I'm going to go for uh, the French mask sensation, Sensor Volto, as my final oh, pick. Um, he was on my list as like a potential final yeah, pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, We'll go through our rejects rejects at the end, won't we? So yeah, yeah. okay, that's fine. Yeah, you get to get to name drop the <laughs> yeah. And Arn's final pick now. Uh yeah, I have a, I have like three, maybe four that I all I really want all of them. Um, uh, I uh, yeah, it's tricky because like. That they they all have good things going for them. Um, so now I'm looking at which one I think would be funniest. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with Young Money Jong. Ooh, I like it. He's just re-debuted in WXW as well. Yeah, and he's he's a very funny guy. So I can see him being a, a good act for them, and hopefully will be more valuable in a year's time. Excellent. I kind of see him as uh, like Gene Money's sidekick, possibly. <laughs> that works, certainly. Yeah, you've created some value there, definitely. Mm. And we go to Andrew's final pick, the penultimate pick. I said I've got a real two-way tie. One, because he's an ICW and I really like him, but I don't really see where he fits in. So I'll go with a guy who I don't think really gets booked enough in the UK, and that would be Tucker. Because um, I've, I've really liked the few times I've seen him, and I think... You could do like with the guys I've got. You could have quite a few really like athletic, high flying matches. So he's my final pick. I had Tucker last year, and I, I kind of had high hopes for him. But yeah, he didn't get booked anywhere over the last year. Really, mm. um, it's a surprise to me because he's very good. He just doesn't. He doesn't travel outside Northern Ireland. Basically, that's a bit of a shallow area to work in. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy being at home. I think I think that's basically what it is. I mean, whenever OTT is in uh, Belfast, he's on the card. So it it does appear to be the rule, though. If if you haven't seen them for a long while, so we talk about Tucker, Kenny Williams, they they these people have all worked for GWF in the last year. <laughs> so if you've not seen <laughs> them in the while, they're probably on GWF. <laughs> all right, so we're down to the final pick. It's flown by, and we started with Walter, and I guess. Now I can just run down the names of people I have on my list but haven't been drafted yet, and we'll go yay or boo, and I'll just pick whoever's the funniest, as I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I got El Ligero. I got uh, Rampage Brown. I'm I'm surprised Rampage Brown hasn't gone, considering like he, he went... went in like round three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I thought about it. I just didn't really have yeah. a place to fit him in. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of the same here as well. Um. I've got Curtis Chapman down. Nice. I've yeah, got I'd, Kelly Six down. I'd, and I'm I had Curtis last six. year. Tempted by Kelly Six because I do like him. I've got 
Chief Deputy Dunn and Santos, probably not going to happen. I've got the Hunters, I'm not going to draft one Hunter. Um, draft I've got Mills and Mayhew, not going <laughs> to draft one of Mills and Mayhew. I got Danny Jones. He didn't really do much for me last year. Um, I got Drew Parker. Not too much of a deathmatch guy. And Cara Noir, who is persona non grata right now. Um, so actually, I've said all those names, but there's also one other that I haven't said, and I'm potentially leaning on him or Kelly Six. Um, I like Kelly Six, but I don't know if he's gonna like break out in the next year. Whereas I think a guy who's like going to get a chance to at least do something in WXW is Marius Van Beethoven. Mm. So I'm going to pick Marius Van Beethoven last. Um, just because, you know, he absolutely killed himself um, in that match against Alpha Kevin all a year and a half ago now. Um, and he had the great feud with uh, Melanie Gray, the Alpha female, and um, and Alpha Kevin as well that great four-way feud, which was <laughs> anchored their, their winter of 2016. Um, and he's just re-debuted as well with Chong, so it's a great chance for them both to do something. You know, he's looks like he's going to be playing babyface, um, but obviously he can play it up as the shit-eating heel as well, so he's a diverse prospect, the Marius Van Beethoven. And I'm typing it in the wrong place. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. That's and the there we have it. Drafted. That is 2018 Euro draft. And now we have to immediately rip each other's rosters. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to be brave and be the first person to say who they think is the best roster that isn't their own? Oh. Um I was gonna say well, I clearly have won. <laughs> <laughs> well we've all clearly won in our own minds. I but... haven't. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm taking a look at Ollie's. Um, you got Bobby Guns, Mark Davis, real big prospects there. Uh, women's division's pretty strong. Scotty Davis, I think, is a real, real strong pick in that that uh, ninth round. Um, not convinced. By your your bottom six there, apart from Be Cool, Be Cool and Angel Cruz would be a good team. I'm not overly fond of Kings of the North. I kind of like Mambo though. Yeah, maybe I'm being harsh. I think Mambo's <laughs> my most improved wrestler of the year. And he went up two whole rounds in the year. Two rounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Andrew. I'm looking down there, and I I think he took Joe Coffey too early. Yeah, um, I probably would have had Haskins at some point. I I like Haskins a lot. Mm-hmm. There's there's some real uh, real strong talent there with uh, Devlin, Alani, Haskins, Curtis Murray's a good pick. Uh, Sean Custom as well, and I think you're really strong into the the back six as well there with uh, like Wild Boar, Dan McGee, uh, Oliver like Carter. It's inspired. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Sammy Jane's a great pick as well. Like I, like I said, I was going to pick Sammy Jane in that last round and, and got beaten to it. The only thing that made me um, pick think... Ripley was the fact she went over Tony Storm in the final. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a stroke of genius because I don't think anyone else was thinking of her. I didn't think about her at all. No, she wasn't on my, uh, wasn't on my list. Um, I, think, I, but... I think for me, Arn, 
I really like what Arn's done, mostly because he took a load of people that I wanted. So that's my <laughs> just before you as well. <laughs> I don't know how different it could have been. Um, obviously, the pack pick is sort of the, the big question mark there. That could really come that, off. That could pay off big time, I think. Yeah. If he oh, wrestles um, a lot in Europe, then you're looking at somebody who who sh- really should have gone in like the first two rounds. You just maybe doesn't sign for Ring of Honor, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be quite bad. <laughs> I do really like Lee's picks. Um, there's a lot of upside there. Um, obviously, some of them are controversial, like Mike Bailey, Havoc, Sexsmith, Williams could go up or down depending. Um, but obviously, Nathan Martin and LJ Cleary. Is a big hit, and I'm surprised he didn't get Darren Kearney there to complete the set. But hey ho, um, and obviously, hey, Eddie. Sorry, I think Eddie Dennis is a really good pick, but I I kind of didn't have a place for him. But he's a really good promo, so having a re- like another really good promo guy in there, like can you imagine him and David Starr in like a promo battle? <laughs> That'd just be fantastic. So I and like that aspect. Of it. Top pick and Ewan Simmons in round three. David Star, big fans pick. of them both. Um, <laughs> no, I, th- I think I, I I do like Lee's roster a lot. Um, I'd give more money towards Lee's roster than probably the others, some of the others. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mike I, I, has. I think- so Mike has picked a lot of people that I was going to pick. So like he got dra- <laughs> he had Dragon off in round two, and I kind of had him penciled in for three, which I think was optimistic, but. Still, uh, like uh, Bodum, uh, Satoshi, Bad Bones. I was kind of looking at all these guys and that they were mm. on my to-do list. Uh, Chris Jokic was another one that I would have had him in the next round. So a lot of Mike's picks are ones that I would have had. So it's kind of altered my roster and I don't really know how he's come off better for it. But it's, they're both strong, I think. I think for me, it, there's only really two... Uh, impulse picks <laughs> in the sense of there's very few people on any other people's roster that I feel I'm missing um, for me like there's 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 people I would have liked but um, there was only a handful of times when it was like I felt that I wasn't getting I was really there's only one person I think I'm seriously seriously missing on um, and that was I think it was Nina Samuels was the one I was kind of key for me but um, I think um, like I I really like uh, Ollie's roster. Um, I think yeah, barring the the last six or so. Um, I think oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reverse of last. No, year. no that yeah. being said, that being said, Mambo Mambo I think is a really inspired pick. Um, Kings of the North, great tag team, great Okan. I think you could have a lot of fun with, especially in the way that you do have. You have got Angel Cruz, uh, Be Cool, you've got Dirty Dragon. Um, you could have a lot of fun with them guys and also Maris ba- from Beethoven. Mm. You know, um, you, Great Okan could, w- would work quite well against them people because it's a little bit quirky stuff. I'm um, very annoyed I didn't get Katie Harvey though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think every single roster is is really good um which, yeah again, i think it's much more balanced than it's ever been before there's no like obvious winners or losers no here. and i think it's all going to go down to who does the better card isn't it really but um, oh yeah the cards obviously a big aspect but um, it's gonna come down to personal preference as well because some people just <laughs> look at uh 
I just I don't know, mate. There, there are people who don't like Timothy Thatcher in America, so having him as the number one pick, they might look yeah. at that and go, eh. just because he's number one doesn't mean it's the main, the main, the main draw. Yeah, mm. but if, even uh, if you just glance at it and uh, you're an Evolve fan, for example, so you you do get these. Yeah, kind of votes sometimes that are skewed by uh, <laughs> by the top picks. It's a very diplomatic wording on. <laughs> I, had, I had to say I was thrown by Mike taking Thatcher number one. Uh, that that surprised mm. me. Um, I do think Mike's Mike's um, roster is probably the strongest outside of my own, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another Aaron's top three, if they're around in the UK, of Osprey, Dawn, and Pack, is just. I mean, that's that's going to draw in punters, isn't it? You see them on a poster, and you you're probably going. Yeah. Mm. And then you have, yeah. and then you have absolute Andy as well. Like. <laughs> Hit him with the Andy. Come for the Osprey, stay for the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy's the champ. <laughs> yeah. Petty cash. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, how about um, people that didn't get drafted at all? Are they? That kind of surprised should, should, should we go through our, the, the people who didn't make yeah, it on our lists? lists. Obviously, El Ligero was the top of my list of guys who haven't been drafted. Um, I'd say Rampage Brown was probably Ramp- top. Yeah. It, the thing is, it got down into the last like three picks, and I wanted three stupid picks. So like, yeah. I couldn't really angle him in there anywhere. But like, yeah, he once is it's really down good. to the last couple, you need sort of chances, like chance picks and you know, fun picks and getting a guy yeah, like Laguerre or Rampage Brown at the yeah, end just, doesn't add value. Like, I didn't have enough way. fun guys on on the yeah. on my squad, as it were. So, like, when I got into the last few, I'm like, I really want some fun guys in here to kind of liven it up. <laughs> uh, picking Rampage would have been the opposite of that. Yeah, I think for for, the, for me, the start, the, say the first, the first real uh, four rounds were the ones that really kind of decided the rest of the show for me. Um, if I wouldn't have gone Thatcher and Gibson as early, if 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 Thatcher was, I was assuming Thatcher was going top three because I saw my my position. I assumed it was going top three, and then when Gibson didn't go second round, I was like, right, I already have to get him. So really, I had I was kind of going for a few more um, character based sort of people. So um, I had no fun. Uh, sorry, Chief Deputy, uh, Chief Deputy Dunn. Um, yeah written down and I was kind of going I'm begging somebody else to take him to be honest mm. um, I, had I really wanted I was... Santos as well Santos is a guy that I kind of thought yeah. about having in the last round there because also that would be another good pick along the lines of Chong yeah Santos as well um, I was looking at um, one of my favourite tag teams the Legion of Lords Gideon Grey and Rishi Ghosh but you know that would have been if somebody had taken Avalanche early I would have gone for that um, Spike Trevay, somebody who I would have quite liked, especially, yeah. mm-hmm. especially with the whole um, the way how how international my roster is. I think um, Spike Trevay would have been quite an interested person. He could have been some <laughs> quite politically charged promos prom- yeah. uh, on the shows. I had the Jay- Hunter brothers not being there is is a surprise to me. Yeah, um, just because they are so good. But yeah, <laughs> I, had- I kind of went with I'm not getting tag teams this year. Like I specifically yeah. kind of avoided that. Um, so I don't have any like conventional team. I've got a couple of teams. Well, they have JFK, I but... yeah, JFK and, and Brooks plus whoever he's tagging with. Yeah, um, I'm just tagging with Amari just for a swerve. 
<laughs> I left. Uh, so it was before when I was sort of invited on very last minute. Somebody said uh, the chance of Pascal Spalter being uh, drafted uh, <laughs> shot up remarkably. I mean, kind of because I was going for a bit of a television based promotion. Spalter would be a great guy. Been he's like very famous in Germany on television, so he would have been a good okay. thing. Okay, uh, didn't actually know that. Yeah, he's he's on a. Uh, on a, he's on a few like real uh, not reality shows but actual he's a he's a shoot actor should we say um, oh. <laughs> I had James Drake sort of re- question mark if uh, with the Gibson thing in case I couldn't get any better tag teams um, and I also had Tenkwa uh, written down <laughs> uh, big I watched a lot of pro wrestling Holland recently and he's someone who's kind of stood out and I also had Ashley Dunn as well um, somebody who if I'd got age LJ Cleary. I probably would have gone for Ashley Dunn later on, mm. but because uh, I think I don't know, I kind of like the idea of LG Cleary and Ashley Dunn for some reason. But um, yeah, that's they're the sort of people I left on the board. Um, the women, Andrew. the women, the women's oh, picks. I had nobody else apart from the ones I had, so I was kind of lucky. I was kind of surprised Andrew didn't have more ICW guys because there's quite a lot like BT Gun, Stevie Boy. Uh, Chris Renfrew as well. There's, oh, there's no. quite a few of those no. boys no, who just no, no, didn't no, no. get done at all. So. Um, <laughs> the ICW list was really long, and the more I looked at it, the more upsetting it looked. Uh, <laughs> I had BT Gun, but I couldn't work out what to do with him, and he's just reunited with Chris Renfrew, so that upset me. Um, I had Aspen Faith and Lewis Gervin, which originally mm. were going to be my other tag team to face the Arrows Hungry, but then... I didn't really want to have to draft both of them, so I went for Mark Joffe. Um Yeah, and obviously the other ICW ones was the women because they only use the same three, four women all the time, <laughs> but they are four good women. Um, yeah, Casey Owens really should have gone somewhere. Oh yeah, but she's a big miss on the on the twenty. I think yeah, I think the only other person I left, and it would have been a very controversial pick. And I was going to go from near the end. Was Lionheart <laughs> purely because? I think he may have got ripped for that one. <laughs> purely because, and I'm probably the only person who actually did watch Shug's House Party. But his match with Jackie Polo, the storytelling in that was outstanding. Mm. But there's no one I had that I really would want him to see wrestle, or I felt could get personal enough to kind of generate that same kind of heat that Jackie Polo is able, well, was able to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I see Lionheart on a card, I generally don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's headlining. Like he's headlining the Hydro, so yeah, I've no interest in that show at all. <laughs> I, ICW, I've completely lost interest in. Um, I've, I've actually got a kid like us. I know he's injured, but yeah, um, yeah, he has a lot of fans. You know, he was penciled in certainly. I was yeah, thinking so. about it, but then I've I've got like two different partners for Brooks already, so. I kind of thought he's probably going to spend a lot of time on the shelf. So, um, the tag team I actually had and I was considering last was uh, Club Tropicana. If yeah. <laughs> the, the recent OTT show, I mean, you can see what they're all about. Um, I mean, Toto's Africa does make a show better, <laughs> just on play itself. <laughs> that was a magnificent moment, actually. Um, and then the other one, uh, Jody Fleisch, I was considering just to take more than anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, pretty much everyone has mentioned students, mm. the Hunters. Um, actually, Michael May as well. There was another young Irish guy. Yeah, I was, I was looking that over, and every, all the other young Irish guys and girls did get taken apart from poor Michael May. <laughs> yeah, 
you, what did yes. you do wrong? <laughs> the only other person I had written down was MK McKinnon, but huh. I've not seen enough of his stuff to be able to comment like genuinely whether I'd want him or not. It would have uh, been completely th- blind for me, yeah. He's a bit out of shape at the moment. Like he, I think he looked okay when I saw him on uh, Friday last week, uh, but I don't think he looks as sharp as he did before he got injured. Um, maybe, uh, yeah, give it another year and we'll probably be looking at yeah. it going like, why didn't we draft him back McKinnon? <laughs> oh, of course. And the I other mean, one yeah, was, he uh, could be the Bobby Guns. The other one was Grado, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Grado is always a, an iffy one, isn't he? But this time he didn't go. Grado Trent 7 in a comedy main event. <laughs> I would have liked to have made room for Spike Trevay. I think he's one that we're going to look back at and think we we probably should have had him. Yeah, it was it was the is the kind of problem with people like Spike and um and you know lesser extent Deputy Dunn is they're quite they're quite strong characters but if you've only got them to if you've only got one of them on a show and nobody else is really on that same sort of wavelength I don't think it would have really worked for my show anyway to have either of yeah. them um because it would have just been somebody interfering for the sake of it whereas I think if you'd if you'd gone for quite a I think it possibly would have worked with Ollie's Ollie's um, Ollie's uh, uh, roster. I think it would, probably would have been yeah, a good I place. Yeah, got some to, comedy in there. Would have been a good place to put either either a spike or a or a uh, deputy. And I think um, I would have definitely picked him instead of Marius at the bottom. But uh, there we go. Um, I'm going. Sorry, sorry, Marius, if you are listening. But one thing I did notice: someone who has worked the majority of their matches here this year was Angelico. Yes. Yeah, he got taken last year actually, I, but we were sort of and if I got turned our noses up at it. I would have stuck him and Angelico together and get them to face the Arrows Hungry because uh, Vantasma and Angelico have tagged in like Riptide and stuff, and I think that would have been really, really fun. Mm. Those four. Uh, uh, yeah, I think yeah, you you could. That's a good good shout. I mean, I I had Angelico sort of written down as a lot of sort of as it was going on but it would have, it would have been having him for the sake of having him and I'd rather have a Darren Kearney or a sense of Alto than yeah. a Helico for me personally. <clears throat> so any final thoughts on your roster or anyone else's guys? <laughs> oh, it's been a very interesting draft. Um there's it's strange to me that like the order that people were going in it was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, it, was, it did feel a little bit all over the place. It wasn't as like stock, if you under, if you get what I mean. It wasn't as like obvious as the last couple of years. It was a it's bit like, like when, ooh, I don't know who's who the hell's going to get taken next. Well, when I passed on Tony Storm in that first round of the women, I'm like, yeah. somebody else is going to pick her, and then she came back round to you. Yeah, back round to me. I was like, well, yeah. shit. If she'd gone to the if she'd gone to the second round, as in the the second the second block of the women, yeah, I would have picked yeah. her definitely. But um. I think yeah, the, the, there's too much of a question mark over her for it for it to be a real viable mm. pick. Um, and there were enough other good women you'd rather take before having that question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and obviously Walter going number one again that just kind of shows his quality <laughs> going two years in a row at number one. But Jordan Devlin at number two, I'm very excited by. Obviously, um, he was like a mid round pick last year, and he's shot way up. Uh, um, Bobby Guns as well, undrafted last year to third round this year. Uh, as sort of out of curiosity, what was everybody's first first pick? 
Well, obviously Walter. Well, obviously yours is Walter. <laughs> yeah. Walter. I was going Devlin first. So. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so it was between Walter and Devlin. Um, I don't think there were any other guys who were going first. I think that just speaks to how good that OTT main event was, <laughs> or how much it captured the imagination of people. Yeah, I have to admit I'd completely forgotten about Will Osprey because I I was I was dead set on 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 picking Thatcher for me. Uh, I thought that was that was I had that sort of written under your name um, as your number one. <laughs> um, I think I, you know I I thought I might have snuck snuck through with Devlin because I thought somebody was taking earlier first round. But um, mm, I was or, surprised or, or by that. Either Ilya or Pete Dunn, I think, was going to go first round. So I was thinking, no, Devlin's a nice pick. But when that, I always on... look at, I always look at Osprey as, even if you only get him for like four shows a year, he's going to deliver four absolute fucking bangers, and <laughs> that's yeah, what I want. Yeah. So everything else from here is in the hands of you, the listener. Uh, we'll have voting systems up on Voices of Wrestling forums um, once this is dropped, uh, where you will get to eliminate one of us. You'll get to vote for who you like the least. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Um, or like who you like the most, and then the person who gets the least votes gets eliminated, and then we go to a final four Twitter vote. Again, this will all be revealed in due time by Rob, who will explain it far more thoroughly than me, because he's better at explaining things than me. <laughs> um, but I hope you have enjoyed our Eurodraft. It's always one of the more special occasions we get to have the cool guests. So thank you, Lee, Andrew, and Mike, uh, for your inputs. Um, and let's see if any of you can become the first guest champion of the Eurodraft. Thanks, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no. it's been awesome to have all of you on. I was saying, yeah, I really think fun. last year's Eurodraft was, uh, you know, brilliant. It was kind of one of the first times I'd listened to, uh, you know, one of your guys' podcasts. And uh, so, it's, you know, it, it was a bit of a dream to actually get on it finally. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> delighted, delighted to be on. I'm glad it, it all came together at the 11th hour for you, Mike, with Rob pulling out. But yeah, unfortunately, Rob won't be able to try and go for a second win, but Arn will be. So. It, it, there's a lot of storylines going <laughs> going into the voting, which may influence you. Arn going for a second, me going for a first after two attempts, um, and Andrew, Mike, and Lee all first timers trying to win it. And we will see who you vote for. Um, do any of you guys have anything to plug? I guess uh, Andrew can go first, and then I'll go along the line on Mike and Lee. <laughs> uh, check out the weekly impact column I do on Voices of Wrestling and uh, yeah if you want to talk mediocre wrestling takes follow me on Twitter amsinclair97 yeah go Lee sorry hey in order on the top we've just been (laughs) sorry (laughs) we just did the whole draft in the order along the top (laughs) respect the ordinance thought you'd have got used to it by now um yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Arnold Furious. Uh, my website is rearviewreviews.com. We're doing a month of Minoru Suzuki stuff. It's been good so far. Mike. <laughs> sorry, Arn. Sorry for butting in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm at Mike Kilby on Twitter and everywhere else. You can find me on there. And also I run Eurograps.com, uh, your home for all the very best in European professional wrestling. We have articles, reviews, and also we have a quite popular podcast, which we're sort of uh, getting through as well, um, which you can which you can find on our Twitter page. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, 
just have a chat with me if you ever want to. And uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> um, for me, you can just follow me on Twitter at Malone underscore 713. And pretty much anything I write goes up on VoicesOfWrestling.com. Other than that, I have nothing else. Excellent. And you can follow me at another Ollie and read my stuff on Voices Wrestling when I put it up. And of course, listen to uh, the British Roundtable podcast. We'll be back for more uh, stuff that isn't Eurodraft. <laughs> but we hope that you've enjoyed the special episode. And we'll see you again next time. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Bye. Ta-ra.